0: This episode of Watch Out for Fireballs is brought to you by Francis, one of our patrons, uh, who sponsored this month on 3D Platformers. Um, If you would like to be a patron, head on over to patreon.com slash duckfeedtv. You can sponsor episodes. You can get bonus episodes. You get all kinds of cool stuff. Also, come to DuckFest, August 31st. Tickets available soon. (laughs) My name is Cole Ross. And you're listening to Watch Out for Fireballs. It is a Games Club podcast. And this week we are talking
1: about A Hat in Time, which is a 3D platformer developed and published by Gears for Breakfast for the PC, PS4, and Xbox One in 2017.
0: Yeah. And this is the beginning of 3D Platformer Month.
1: The final theme month that we are doing. This one is uh, sponsored by Francis Adrian. Thank you, Francis. Mm -hmm uh yeah. his, who chose this game but also uh chose this uh this theme for the month mm-hmm.
0: which is a good theme for us because it's not a genre we spend a lot of time in yes um yeah and we've never done something like this which is like a classic like we we're the the month similar to puzzle month like i think we're hitting interesting beats mm-hmm. along the lines of the genre so like this is attempting to kind of be an er- example of the Nintendo 64 rare era. Yes. A 3d platformer. And then we have Psychonauts, which has no real interest in being a 3d platformer mm-hmm. and yet does it anyway, yep. um, you know, and just is more interested in everything else it's doing. Yeah. And then we have beer's edge, which is like a creative take yes, on the, uh, the 3d platformer. Yeah. So, yeah. And then if you couple this with, you know, Mario galaxy, mm-hmm. uh, which is a more modern kind of take on it, we've kind of covered the genre just a bit Uh, yeah um and since i will never touch the hated banjo kazooie it's good that we did this one (laughs) yeah i hate that bear and i hate his dumb backpack
1: yep um and uh, and guess what's inside a bird that i hate even more
0: yeah they're they're just like (laughs) look at this kinder egg of misery that that i wear on my back look at this russian nesting doll of rusting nesting fowl. yes of uh of (laughs) foulness um Yeah, so we're uh, we're doing a hat in time, which is a uh, a game that I was on my radar. I'd heard about it Mm -hmm. uh, primarily in positive comparison to ukulele, which people feel like really missed the mark. Like we were, you know, kind of there's a nostalgia uh, for these games. Yeah, they kind of flared up all around the same time. Um, And uh, this is uh, the one that uh, Francis suggested, Mm -hmm. and uh, I'm glad that I'm glad that they did. Um, I think it's okay. Mm -hmm. It's okay um like, let's get into it's okay it's okay
1: yeah yeah i mean my, my, my thesis for the opening of this is that um uh, never so never before have i felt so strongly um where i can see the appeal but not feel it mm. like i look at everything on the screen and everything that i do and i say this is exactly somebody's shit normally i 've been able to put on that hat and go along for the ride and borrow that feeling um not so much with this not to not not, not to cast a pall over the proceedings
0: no, no, I mean it's worth like we haven 't really talked about it very much yeah like and and sometimes we do sometimes we don't um before we record, but yeah, like I think that I came away from it feeling more like uh different extreme, so like during portions of it i totally bought in and saw the appeal yeah like there are things where i was like this is cool this is this is pretty good and then there would be parts that i just like really didn't like yeah like there are things i think are just straight up like kind of bad and then uh there are uh you know it's 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 a little bit to me it's a little bit of a confused product yeah um and that kind of bears out this is getting way ahead we'll talk about this more like when i read like reviews i read people thought people's thoughts about this it's got like a Metacritic, and I know Metacritic is horseshit. Before mm-hmm. anybody asks me, but it's like I think it's like seventy nine. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, like a C plus is really right for this. Yeah. But then when I looked at reviews, there's very few people giving it like a C plus. There are people who really didn't like it, and then people who are like, holy shit, yeah, like this is made for me. Like, put this in my fucking veins. Uh, and it, it's kind of both of those things. And that was a little bit like my experience playing the game. Mm-hmm. You know, it just kind of depends on what I feel like thinking about.
1: Yeah. And yeah. and we should probably give you know a little bit of a background on this because we joke about Banjo Kazooie, um. You know, I I think that neither you nor I have a tremendous amount of affection for this genre, yeah. Um, just in general, you know, for me, like the the big examples of the genre that I liked were Mario sixty four because it was sui generous at the time. It was, mm-hmm. you know, a Mario game, and it was 3D um that hit the right the 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 right few notes, and then nothing, 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 Psychonauts, and then nothing, 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 <laughs> Mario, <laughs> Mario Galaxy. Galaxy.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I the yeah same like I think the first half of Mario 64 is a really good game, mm-hmm. and I think I think the second half when it becomes about precision, I, I don't think is a good game. Yeah, you know, and then so I I didn't play these when they were contemporaneous because of mm-hmm. that. Like I played the beginning of Mario 64 a bunch of times and then would always yeah. just get frustrated right around the desert mm-hmm. and, and not want to play it. Uh, then played psychonauts played through it, but the whole time was like, man, like the, the, why are these bosses hard and these levels frustrating? Like, mm-hmm. give me the fucking jokes. Yeah. And then, uh, Mario galaxy came out and I was reluctant to try it because I haven't liked 3d Mario's. Mm-hmm. I didn't play sunshine until later, right. uh, which is a game I, I don't care for very much. Um, but I, I, and then I ended up, Mario Galaxy unlocked it for me mm-hmm. by making uh, two things that are uh, extant in this game, mm-hmm. um, which, or one thing that's extant in this game, which is variety. Yeah. Like I didn't really realize until I had in time the way that 3D platformers as a genre, like the amount of time you do 3D platforming is not a constant. Right. Like that is the genre, but they are about goofy situations and weird gimmicks, like a mm-hmm. lot of the time. And that was true even of way back in Mario sixty four with like penguin races and yeah, yeah. and stuff. And it's it's true in uh in Mario Galaxy, where like the joy of Mario Galaxy and all the 3D Mario games that came after that yeah. are these bite-sized uh levels that express one gameplay idea really well. Yes. And I feel like a hat in time does that for maybe the first Two thirds or so, mm-hmm. except it doesn't do them as well. Uh, but it gets the variety. And yeah. then the last third of it is just tough platforming and the story all of a sudden getting serious and weird. Yeah. Uh to me. Like I, I like did you understand the get lost? No. Isn't that weird? Yeah, it's very weird. Like, was that a callback to something? Like, I, I have no idea. We'll, we'll get to what. If people don't know what that is, like, it's, <laughs> it's a, a weird refrain repeated during the end boss fight. Yeah, and I don't get it. Like, I was just like, what is this? Yeah, you know. Um. So yeah, the first two thirds I think land that variety mm-hmm. and kind of exploration of a gameplay idea pretty well.
1: Yeah. It's well, when I interrogate my feelings about this, you know, what I would normally go to is, oh, this is a generational thing. Um mm-hmm. however like you know Mario 64 came out when I was 9 and Banjo Kazooie came out when I was when I was 11. If You're there was anybody the generation for it, yeah, for if, sure. if there was anybody for whom that would be in the pocket, it would probably be me, right? It just mm-hmm. never it never hit. My my attention was elsewhere. So I feel I feel a little bit alienated when I see so much enthusiasm uh for 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 this genre, right? Mm-hmm. Um you know And then I I could probably I could probably just, you know, say, oh, yeah, this is Europe. Like, this is Great Britain. Like, they're all about this. shit. Yeah, Uh, I I don't I don't know.
0: It's Americans to you. You know, it's it's, it's a thing like I know a lot of people uh, who just have this immense thing for it. and for me, like, I think where I've landed on it and where I had in time kind of taught me where I land on it is that like when it's the apotheosis of the genre, Mm -hmm. right? Like when it's when it is the best possible version of it, Mm -hmm. I can get some joy out of it and it's never my favorite thing in the world. Like I liked Mario Odyssey, but I didn't go apeshit for it. Like I right, had fun right. playing it, and then I was like, oh, I'll put that down, never touch it again. That's great. Um, you know, yeah. I had fun. Uh, and that's kind of where I top out at. Yeah. And then if because of experience or budget concerns or if anything makes it not quite get there, it can kind of top out at a, as okay. Yeah, yeah. And that's where this tops out because I don't. I think these you know these people knew how to make these games. They obviously love them. They love the tons of enthusiasm, lots of craft that went into this. Yeah, there is like a kind of structural and uh, kind of pacing uh, amateur in this to this. Yeah, that is very weird to me, and mm-hmm. I, it makes me think of budget, even though it's a very successful Kickstarter, which we'll talk about. Mm-hmm. But I don't, you know, who knows? Like, it, it's not worth like Monday morning quarterbacking. And yeah, why yeah. it does that? But there is a weird structure where it is a lighthearted goof em up with a wide variety of situations for part of it. And then becomes like, hey, let's take this control, (laughs) this platforming engine that is maybe not like the strongest thing in the world and Mm -hmm. really put it through its paces. Yeah. That kind of lost me.
1: When I was doing my summary of the genre, or at least my experience of the genre, I skipped over a whole kind of forgotten chapter in this. And Mm -hmm. it's at the end, probably because they were on Weirdo Systems, but Super Mario 3D Land and 3D World are the beasties. Those are are amazing. Those are
0: great. Yeah, yeah that uh, Cat Mario yeah. is my favorite Mario game Yeah, like that and Mario World are my two favorites and depending on which day. But like, I think that game is phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. You know, so, um,
1: I just yeah. want to make sure I get proper shift to the genre yeah. because I feel like it landed in a good place. And I don't know that we're
0: ever, ever going to see that again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like those those are super, super good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, excuse my Frankenstein out the window if you can hear the Frankenstein. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, the, uh, I wasn't sure yeah. if it
1: was pocket playing with his murder box.
0: No, no, I put away the murder box. It's just the Frankenstein now. <laughs> Welcome to Duck Feed. Every, this thing is an incomprehensible nonsense phrase that you'll never understand. As we get weirder and more insular as the years go on, instead of expanding our reach. So, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, it's not the murder box. It's the Frankenstein. Pocket, totally just a noun. Uh, is, is playing with. So yeah. Uh, anywho, anywho, uh, <laughs> anywho. Uh, so in this game, you play as a young girl uh, named Hat Kid who's mm-hmm. trying to collect time. There's very little time,
2: anything <laughs> the, in this game.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <can get> that... <laughs> some time travel or time anything. Yeah. I Instead, just... it's just time
1: pieces. Yeah. I was expecting some Prince of Persia kind of stuff going on with this. Um, the, 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 there's one hat. There's one hat that you can get that lets you stop time for a little bit. But
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. But time pieces, which are, they function as stars like in Mario. These are mm-hmm. uh, hourglasses that fuel her spaceship.
1: Yes um and as we mentioned this is you know consciously developed to be this homage to classic 3D platformers like Super Mario 64 Banjo-Kazooie Psychonauts is uh referenced as well uh Spyro basically anything of that um you know late 90s in edging into the early 2000s kind of era uh, yeah. you know of hop and bop collect-em-ups
0: yeah man spyro yeah, yeah spyro um the uh and what we mean by that is like you you are in kind of an openish kind of level uh they'll reuse the same level but there'll be different situations depending on your objective Mm -hmm. so like if you go in trying to do this thing maybe it's that level at night Mm -hmm. uh if you go in trying to do this thing maybe you start in this section of the level and this other part's walled off yeah um and you're trying to achieve those specific objectives that end with a hourglass, and along the way you're getting collectibles that are both uh you know, collectibles in the purest sense of the word, like they're just things to get. Mm-hmm. Um, they either provide cosmetic rewards or nothing. Yeah. Um, or they are uh, work their way towards upgrades. Yes.
1: Yeah. They're, they're the components of progress.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yep.
1: Um. So Hat Kid, she's a little girl. Uh. Kind of mm-hmm. dressed up like a magician. Uh, starts off with a top hat. She has a few basic abilities. Uh, default abilities. Uh, and ends up being pretty versatile, even without the uh, even without the extra hats um her basic melee attack is an umbrella
0: well yeah real quick just because this is a minor bugbear of mine you don't get the umbrella until partway through the first level yeah until then you have a melee punch that doesn't do anything except for put you in a million year long stun animation oh yeah <laughs> and that drives me nuts like i i was trying to like the very first level and this, I, I won't talk about, i won't repeat this anecdote when we get to it mm-hmm. i got down i was like oh cool open stuff i'm gonna go explore instead of go do the 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 trail that it wants me to do. Yeah. Ran to some enemies, punch them. I just kept holding my fist and doing this like thousand year long, three hops in a row <laughs> that you do when you hold your fist yeah. while the enemy would just body me. And yeah. then I, and then I would be like, why can't I fucking melee attack? Why aren't you teach what is going on? There's like a teaching failure there and there's no reason for her not to start with the umbrella. Right. Um, but you don't start with it. It's not a default attack. And that drove me a little like mildly nuts in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Mild nuts, baby nuts.
1: Yeah. Um, And the umbrella is pretty good, Um, has has decent ish range. It gets most useful when you do a Mario Odyssey style homing strike by attacking in the air.
0: Yeah, yeah, you can jump and then kind of uh, you have a double jump as well. Mm -hmm. Um, You can jump up and then if you're above an enemy, you'll sometimes you get a prompt that is too brief to actually respond to. Yeah. It's just so you know that you can do this homing attack where you yeah. kind of jump on an enemy and bounce off.
1: It's, a, it's, a, it's, it's less like Mario. Like Sonic has been doing that for a while in 3D games. Is Sonic's the, a good... Yeah, yeah. is the double, the double tap to homing attack.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, you As we mentioned, uh, double jump, you have an air dash um, as well. You have a tiny little wall climb mm-hmm. that you can do. Uh, you have a mantle... You can jump off of a wall. Uh, one of these things that where the controls just kind of drive me a little bit nuts again, yeah. I, mean, I keep saying nuts uh, is that uh, when you jump on a wall, no matter what direction you're pressing, you jump away from the wall. Yeah. Um, so when the platforming gets tough, this is very frustrating. Like you can't be on a wall, hold towards the wall, and jump. Yeah. And then jump towards the wall, you always jump in kind of a perfect arc away from it. Mm-hmm. And if you've already used your double jump for that airtime, you cannot jump back towards the wall. Right. Uh right. which means falling into a pit uh, mm-hmm. if you're in chapter four. Right. Um, <laughs> falling, and that's, falling yeah, off that, of a mountain. That's you know, that's a bummer. And most games I think that have that kind of jump off a wall, it is directional. Right. Like right. throwing a maximo style, you know, or like a ghouls and ghost style directional jump you know in the middle of this is weird to me yeah
1: um it's definitely a choice to make it predictable i think yeah um no. but uh it, it it didn't land particularly well for me what i don't want to do um is be like the people who when we played the witcher 3 said i can't control that game i can't even get geralt through a door yeah, yeah. The, well,
0: the, I that is it. Yeah, yeah that that but, is yeah, not my don't...
1: intention things ended up feeling pretty loose for me in the controls, uh, both with and without the assistance on, I felt like I was missing jumps that I ought to make. Um, mm-hmm. And additionally, the camera ended up being something I fought against quite a bit.
0: Yeah, the camera is not great in this yeah. game. Yeah, it's um, okay, even like, though it's not like, good though.
1: Even like the basic, I, I, I was hoping that the basic angle would be pulled out a little bit more. Oftentimes, mm-hmm. the camera would be basically down parallel to the floor, right in close to Hat
0: Girl. Well, um, and did yeah. you notice you can't look up or down with the camera, right? Like it it, it swings on a on a horizontal axis, which means mm-hmm. that like if you want to look up to do something or aim at something, yeah, uh, you cannot, right? Uh, which I, I is is another frustration with the camera. Yeah, yeah.
1: So I I don't want that to come across as being be, being nitpicky. However, it did end up being a real drag on my experience, even if I was able to surmount it and do some of the kind of cool satisfying in the moment gymnastics that the game mm-hmm. asks you to do later on, you know, the double jump, I think especially is, it feels very good. Um, mm-hmm. you know, especially when they've got like trick jumps where you have to jump below a piece Under. of fence. Yeah. yeah, Those yeah. are fun. Yeah. Those are fun. The, the,
0: uh, the, the, I think the difference between this and the, I can't get Geralt through a door thing mm-hmm. is that like, there are very specific things that are choices that I feel like we can point to. Yeah. Right. So like that jumping away from a wall thing, is a choice. Mm-hmm. One of the things that would happen a lot um and we will we'll talk about the upgrade system which plays into this in a way that's not um wonderful mm-hmm. uh is that if you dash into a wall you're done. Yeah. You bonk against it. So getting up to a high ledge that is far away, there's a specific order of operations of like jump dash jump hit just below the ledge yeah. use your little climb. You know, don't do any wall jumps, like even though that might be your instinct and video games have taught you to do that, to like mm-hmm. climb up something, but don't do that. Yeah. And that ends up being the order of operations. If you get that order of operations wrong, you hit the wall and go into like a stun state. Yeah. So like you will, uh, you know, if you jump, double jump, dash, hit the wall, you will not grab onto it. You'll bonk off of it mm-hmm. unless you equip a badge. Like the, the way that badges are used in this to <laughs> like be, do things that should be just your basic tools. Uh, like the dash button is, is a hat in this, like being able to sprint, like a lot of things that you should just be able to do are upgrades that you have to make choices as to which upgrade you, you want to have on. Yeah. Which is really weird to me. Like it didn't ruin it for me, but it's, it to me, again, just that that points the difference between that and the can't get Geralt through a door is because they're just very specific things. It's not like, oh, this just doesn't make sense in my hands. And if I sit with it for 20 minutes, it will make sense. Yeah. You know, like I'm king of old you know, weird computer games that have Byzantine control schemes. Like, you know, I can, I can play doom with a keyboard, mm-hmm. you know, like I, I, I can do that kind of thing. Um, it's not that it's, yeah. once you know how to do it, there are just these little, uh, bits of fiddliness mm-hmm. that not only do I think the they're, they're kind of non-optimal in a lot of cases, but they're not very much like how these games usually run.
1: Yeah. You know? And, and that's, that, that's the thing usually after about an hour, even with something, um, that you know that that is a little bit byzantine the the controller kind of disappears there was enough there there was just kind of a low-level pattern of of uncertainty um or friction that stopped that from happening um and you know generally i don't like to think about what i have to do button press by button press it just kind of
0: happens because i've internalized it yeah you know
1: and i I spent you know 11 12 hours with the game you know yeah
0: yeah. yeah, I I never felt like I was the character. Yeah, like embodying it. I always felt that remove. Yeah, um, so you have four hit points in the game. Um, there are these things called pawns in in the game. Um, I think everything is a pawn, even the money is pawns. But there yeah. are heart pawns specifically, mm-hmm. which will heal you. Um, these are kind of scattered throughout. Uh, you will take damage, uh, you know, sometimes through combat, but mostly through failed platforming. Mm-hmm. So the pawns are there to give you a couple of additional chances Yeah, yeah. on that. Um, and then there's the hat system, which is the big upgrade. We will talk about the specific hats as we run into them. Um, the two generalities, uh, you know, I want to mention is like one, um, some of the abilities that you get for hats do feel like things they should not be upgrades yeah you know like that just you shouldn't have to have a hat to dash i think that's silly i know it's the first one you get Mm -hmm. um or the non-default one but i just think that like running a little bit faster is a video game thing yeah um adds an inventory tax to switch back and forth Mm -hmm. uh and then you have a a default one uh that highlights your objective for you which again i don't want to go into a menu to do that yeah you know like that just that's that feels very counterintuitive to me like that's you know, why is that a function of inventory and not a button on the controller? Yeah. Or a thing that comes up when I press start.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Or press uh up on the D-pad or something like yeah. that. Like yeah. I any, just, any number of things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So any number yeah. of the so any, any number of those things, I do I do like that they give you the half that will highlight objectives for you because mm-hmm. hunting for things is always frustrating for me in this. I like figuring out how to get to a place. I don't like being, well, all right, I've picked up Nineteen of the twenty things. Where do I need to go? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It's it's a good move. It's just weird that it's yes an inventory thing. Yeah, and I know about the quick look. I know or the quick switch mm-hmm. that you can do. It's but just you're like, still like, cycling again, through a bunch of them. You're still cycling. Yeah. Like it's still just like a tiny friction for something that I feel like should just be included in the mm-hmm. in the avatar. Yeah, you know, um, the way you get new hats is by uh, finding yarn. Um, the yarn is specific to hat type. But when you already have that hat type, you get yarn anyway. Yeah. So I didn't actually, like, re- I didn't understand this, which is could be totally my fault.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, but did did you understand what was going on with that? Like, most of the time when I picked up yarn, it would say, you already have this hat, but we're going to give you yarn anyway, which is a kindness. I'm glad it's not wasted. Like, I got a collectible for an upgrade I already had. Yeah. But that... why why differentiate them if they're all just going to be universal?
1: It It feels like a way to get around the problem of you know, you need to, you need, you need to gate when you can get which hats, you know? Mm-hmm. So like, you know, you can't make the dash hat until you, uh, that's a bad example. It's the first one. Yeah. You, you can't can make, make the, the time d- stop
0: hat until you make the ice hat.
1: Right. Right. Or, or in, until you find the first piece of time stop yarn. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, so You just it, need
0: that first one.
1: Yeah. And I'm not, I, I'm not sure how that is any different or better than like going in and finding like a, like a pattern for that hat.
0: Yeah. pattern. Or I was just thinking um, if you just had them, you know, there's a limited amount of yarn in every level Mm -hmm. and you, uh, they just cost different amounts. Yeah. And that's the gate because it does give you kind of the illusion that it's like a semi-linear game. Like Mm -hmm. you have to complete more of it than I thought you would have to complete. Yeah. Uh, So the idea of saying like, okay, I need hat four to experience world three um so it'd be bad to uh make it so i had to scour worlds one and two for that hat stuff Mm -hmm. is you kind of have to scour them anyway it's just whether you do it now or whether you do it at the end to grind up enough time pieces to to get to the the end sequence yeah you know it's not like just going through the levels is not enough to give you the end of this right um again mild frustration but it's lots Mm -hmm. of mild frustrations that kind of stack up like that's not a huge deal yeah but it's, it's a mildly annoying deal. And I just, I think the first yarn, after the first yarn, I always was collecting yarn for things that like I almost always had.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But so just,
0: I, you know, just didn't really get it, um, what they were going for with that.
1: Yeah. I, I only ever, I mean, like, because you're going through the game linearly and each world gives you a new hat roughly, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I never ran into a new kind of yarn before I got enough to make the, you know, the most recent hat right or the one mm-hmm. i was working on you know
2: mm-hmm.
1: so i don't know maybe that was just a result of me playing through the game in a different order or in a more you know prescribed order Yeah, i don't know yeah it just yeah. Uh, confusing um yeah confusing uh the, the, the other, thing, other thing you can do with these hats is you can put badges on these little button pins um which will give you perks or downgrades. Um, and you buy these from um, a top-tier NPC in this game, the Glitchy Merchant. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Who's real so, spooky and flickering in and out of existence and stuff.
0: Yeah. One of the things I, I do like about the game is that it is slightly in places darker than you might expect. Yeah. Um, you know, and a little bit more, like, less kiddy. Mm-hmm. Like, one of the things that has always been a big turnoff of Banzo kazooie is that, like, it presents as kitty. And then it's supposed to be kind of not kitty because sometimes they use British slang for dick. Yeah. And then uh, then it wraps around like, actually, no, this is yeah, kitty yeah. again. I, you know, this is just a different kind of kitty mm-hmm. uh, to me. Like this, it doesn't always feel that way. And the, this, the merchant like does that. Um, the badges have the same problem I think that the hats do where like a lot of the times are things I think should be default. Yeah. Um, it is uh, absolutely gobsmacking to me that the grappling hook is a badge. Yeah. Uh, in this, because that's a base, basic verb that you need to traverse the second half of the game, and having to do that inventory management, <laughs> or having to give up something, you know, that is uh, like negating fall damage, like give up an advantage in order to get a basic mm-hmm. verb, yeah. is like bad Metroidvania. Yeah. 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 Like something that you, you they should always do both. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to make me do an opportunity cost, they have to be interesting, like Hollow Nights, like badge system, yes. where you know very rarely were those things that actually helped you traverse Mm -hmm. the things that were traversal tools were just abilities you got like Mm -hmm. oh i got the double jump oh i got the the crystal dash or what have you yeah um and you just have those like they're just part of your avatar you don't have to go into an inventory to fuck around with them Mm -hmm. you know yeah like
1: grappling shouldn't be a loadout like that Yeah. yeah yeah um one thing i do like about these is that you can get the downgrades like if i was somebody you know, again, seeing the appeal without feeling the appeal. If I was somebody who uh, liked the challenge of these things, getting the one hit badge would be, you know, a good way to self-impose that mechanically through the thing. Um, mm-hmm. Additionally, like, oh, here's a badge that gets rid of the voice acting and just makes it mumbles like Ban- like Banjo Kazooie. Okay, yeah. cool. Like, yeah, that's Cute. that 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 is a and good idea.
0: The DLCs introduce even more fun ones. Yeah. Like, the uh, DLC, there's one that turns it, uh, give makes it look like a uh, Nintendo 64 game. <laughs> like, changes the poly count, and that's great looking. Like, the it's really, really neat looking. Yeah. Um, there's one that gives it a Game Boy filter, and then there's a Virtual Boy filter as well. Nice. Uh, that goes over things, and they look cool. Like, I, I didn't play the DLCs, but I looked them up online. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think those are neat. Yeah. yeah. So, there are cool badges. I just feel like there are things that should have just been... like. The, Other than the umbrella, Hat Kid is bereft of avatar upgrades. They're all loadouts, Mm -hmm. and that's something I would not have done if I were them. Um, You buy badges with uh, coins, with Mm -hmm. with the pawns. You can also buy pins. You can equip more badges. Mm -hmm. Um, The other big collectible in the game are relics, which uh, are bits of things you find that are combined to create these trophies Mm -hmm. uh, in your hub world and uh getting those uh these will open up on their own as well but that opens up more of these time rift bonus stages yeah, yeah. they kind of take place in like a, a void it's like vr missions um, vr almost. missions that's that's perfect yeah, yeah that's exactly yeah. what they are
1: um some of those are pretty fun i think that's how mm-hmm. i that's how i got to, i was able to unlock the uh i was able the to unlock game. the ending without actually finishing all the worlds
0: me too like <laughs> i did i did the vr missions rather than go back and yeah you know
1: yeah yeah um but those are good and again there's a lot of cuteness in you know in this game those relics are fun like you put together a hamburger and hat kid's best guess is this gigantic hamburger is a seat like to sit on like a yeah, stool yeah. you know
0: yeah well it's it's probably good because i feel like we've been kicking tons of shade like maybe a time to talk about like aesthetics and 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 that stuff because i yeah. think this game is undeniably crazy cute yes and and cute in a way that is not cloying at all Mm -hmm. like i like hat kid a lot as a character Mm -hmm. i think that the tone of like the writing in this game is actually like her attitude is what makes it like some of the the characters you run into wear thin on me Mm -hmm. but her attitude towards it is just like infectious and great and there's like a moment at the end uh That is like, like just big smiles, like no laugh out loud moments in Mm -hmm. this game, but big, uh, big smiles, like ear to ear smile thing at the end, you know, uh, of the credits. Like she's (laughs) a great character and uh, they did a really good job making a mascot because mascots are fucking hard. Yep. Uh, Mascot style characters. Uh, they tend to be horrible Mm -hmm. and I just contrast this with the idiot bear and his horrible backpack. Like (laughs) this is just like way, way cuter and better. Yeah. Other than that you know like it is just uh she's just very sweet yeah it's like, very funny and 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 kind of spicy and and great yeah like,
2: it,
1: it it helps that the character you play as doesn't speak she just reacts mm-hmm. to um she to, says
0: like four words like there's like, every once in a while she'll just and they're all like little like beep meeps yeah. <laughs> yeah like she'll just say like mm, you know but little yeah. things like that and it's, it's super good
1: yeah but like her her reactions stuff were super cute like she'll like blow raspberries at people who annoy her like when all of her fuel is spilled over this planet like her her, her reaction is to like cross cross her arms and stomp her foot like a like a in just in in disgust <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah um incredibly good and when you explore the ship you know the the, the way that you unlock different you know, different chapters different areas um is by getting enough time pieces to power on the doors like you go to her kitchen and to her bedroom which has a bed but also just has a, a gigantic pile of pillows and stuff.
0: Yeah. That that operates like swimming. Yep. Like as a diving board. It, it's very cute. Like the uh you know, great character. Mm-hmm. What an interesting thing about that is because I think the hub world has so much like personality in this. Yeah. Uh that was a stretch goal. Yeah. Uh I don't know, like I guess it would have just been items off a menu, or mm-hmm. you would have just done them in order, but having a hub world you go back to was a stretch goal. And it's yeah. hard for me to imagine the game without it. Right. Um, because it 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 powers so much other stuff.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I mean, uh, uh, other parts of the aesthetic as well. I, th- I think the music in this game is really
0: good. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so like certainly like above average, um, the character design in general, I think is pretty good. Yeah. Like even characters whose voices like became annoying to me, I think look good. Yeah. You know? Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, a it's, it's, a it's, it's aesthetically really, really pretty wonderful. Yeah. And I think it evokes like a fun, kidness without feeling like a kid game yeah which like a lot of things that that uh you know ape this kind of thing do to me Mm -hmm. like ukulele just looked like a baby game to me
1: yeah because everything was just you know plastered with googly eyes
0: Yeah, tons. Everything has a googly eye. This doesn't look like that. This is a little bit more deftness in its art direction, Mm
1: -hmm. and and again, just like the 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 right amount of dark. Like one of the one of the antagonists of the one of the levels here, like takes your soul at the beginning of the at at the beginning of the level, Mm -hmm. Um, and it's like you're you're filled with a sense of profound emptiness. And at the end, when you get your soul back, it says, yeah. um, you know, that void is, you know, just like you, you've got your soul back and now you're filled with just the usual amount of emptiness.
0: Yeah. Which is like a genuinely funny joke. That's a good like joke. I didn't, I didn't laugh, but yeah. I was like, oh, smile. Yeah. You know, like that. That's pretty cute. Lots of smiles um, in this game. Yeah. Lots of smiles. And as far as like what, what's going on mm-hmm. until chapter four, which is the longest chapter in the game and is bereft <laughs> of narrative content yep. uh, and requires so much backtracking as to if yeah. you pull out my hair. So, yeah um yeah so it is uh it is very very cute though mm-hmm. yeah um the uh as we mentioned the hub kind of gets across this personality you're gonna go be going here between levels um the uh the theme of this so it's very cute the actual like what it's trying to get across as far as any kind of messaging <laughs> boy i don't know it's very confused <laughs> yeah yeah um, yeah.
1: Um. And even down to like the individual themes of the different chapters or worlds. Like, I was very unclear. Like, okay, what what kind of place is this? Yeah. You you know, like, and it doesn't have to be as prosaic as like, oh, this is this is lava world and this is ice world. But like, that's a start. You know, yeah. the, the the opening stage of this, the 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 mafia town. Like, it goes through a whole bunch of different kind of modes, and it's like, but, but, but what are you? Are you yeah. are you fish or fowl? Like,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. There's definitely a little bit of that yeah. going on. And it's it doesn't help that Mafia World is the least interesting.
1: Yeah. And they, and they uh, lead with it, yeah.
0: At least to me, and it's the the first one. Like, mm-hmm. it is going for a Green Hill Zone kind of thing, but it's mm-hmm. definitely feels a little, like, low-random Yeah. Uh, to it. And then the next level, which is, like, ba- vaguely themed around making movies, though. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, like, that's yeah, a yeah. classic. And then it's Jack Skellington's house. Yeah. And then uh, and then the fourth stage from which we will never speak of again. Uh, I mean, <laughs> it would be really, really hard to do it. the episode
1: without that.
0: I know. I just, I just really hated it. The, um, but, yeah, it is hard to tell what's going on in most of the, the levels. And as far as what this is trying to get across, I don't know. It doesn't feel like it's trying to get across anything until the end. Right. And then it really feels like it's trying to get something across. Mm-hmm. And what I can pull from it is, like, this vague kind of feeling about, like, friendship. Yeah. Early on, uh, and a kind of a classic, like labyrinth esque. Here are all these weirdos mm-hmm. that I've run into that are presented as antagonists, but they're actually good. They're just strange. Yeah. That comes through at the end, and then the game rejects that, which I like. Yeah. And there's this whole thing about like what defines what is good or bad. Yeah. That uh, doesn't land at all. Um. So it just, yeah, it's it's fucking weird. <laughs> um. And yeah. So it, it's it's hard to get that across. Yeah um the boss there are boss fights in this game there are uh the right amount yes of them the right number i think mm-hmm. um and they tend to be pretty fun yep um there's a couple of choices in them i don't like and i think they go on a little bit longer but they actually do a genius thing that uh, i'm adding to my stable of ways that i wish that securo had changed difficulty. <laughs> like just because i had never seen this before and i, I was yeah. reading about it um is that once you've beaten a phase of a boss fight it doesn't checkpoint that past it it just makes it go quicker. Yep. So like once you've done the first phase of like uh, the snatcher in this mm-hmm. and you've proven you can do it, you always do that phase, but they just give him way less health on that phase. Yeah. And that's pretty genius. Like I didn't notice it in the game. You know, I just thought, oh, maybe I'm doing this more efficiently, but yeah. it just makes those things go by way shorter without breaking the fiction. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, that's, that's clever. That is a like, really that, good idea. Yeah, that's elegant. You know, yeah. I, I like that a lot. Um, And uh, that's, that's one of my favorite things that the game does. Like I think it's mm-hmm. just really smart. Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: I'd be curious if anybody else did that or if this is a Hat in Time original.
0: Yeah, if 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 so Kudo's like yeah. if so that justifies the existence of this, I think, because yes. that idea solves a lot of problems, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh with big multi-phase boss fights. The bosses are really interesting because they're mostly based on defense, mm-hmm. and you don't have the strongest defensive vocabulary, but they actually do a really great job of telegraphing. Yeah. Uh almost everything. Like the bosses almost invariably feel super fair mm-hmm. uh, in this and uh yeah I think they're generally really good stronger yeah. than the genre usually you know tends to be like I don't think the boss fights in Mario 64 are any great shakes
1: no no you man. know, just good yeah. I mean kind of kind of infamously yeah yeah. Yep. yeah um so this game uh was a Kickstarter success uh, it was funded mm-hmm. on Kickstarter in 2012 um and you know kind of the inspiration uh Jonas Kerlev, I believe that's how that's pronounced. I uh, just said, yeah, there's just not really any 3D platformers around anymore. Kind of blaming the death of the genre on Donkey Kong 64, which mm-hmm. probably, yeah, probably a good call.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Like, yeah. that's, that's one of the things for sure. Yeah. yeah. That, that's, that's a very rough game. So it's
1: probably a little bit like blaming the death of adventure games on Gabriel Knight, you, 3, Knight 3. But,
0: yeah. yeah. Except for that Donkey Kong 64 is actually not very good. <laughs> yeah. You know, unlike Gabriel Knight 3, which is not very good, but is, I think, <laughs> argues a better game. Yeah. than than, uh than that
1: (laughs) controversial there buddy
0: yeah (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) dropping uh dropping hot takes yeah um the uh so huge success Mm -hmm. um and they did a lot of stretch goals and things that are specifically meant to evoke those those uh those things so that mumble voice badge is a stretch goal yeah um having uh grant kirkhope who was the the composer for banjo kazooie do tracks yeah was a stretch goal. Doing the hub world, which is a thing that the genre does a lot, was mm-hmm. a stretch goal. Yeah. Uh, things like that. They also ended up having uh, some voice actors. Hey, this is the part where we talk about JonTron being in the game. And uh, this is Gary here in the edit. And uh, and, and Pocket's having a great, t- great time, so apologies for that. Um, in order to not conflate his, the, his crimes, there's a part where I talk about how, uh, oh, this dude's just a gender essentialist transphobe. Uh he's not a racist. And then I looked into him after the episode and he's extremely racist. Uh I just don't want anyone to think I'm letting this dumb fucker off the hook for anything. Uh that guy sucks shit. And uh this podcast has no way an endorsement of the hated JonTron. Um that guy can go fuck himself. And stuff. Yeah. yeah. That are that are, you know, we're just people who are big fans of the genre, including the hated John John. Yeah,
1: the 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 inward gamer himself, Mr. Western Civilization.
0: Yeah, that's a Western civilization who, like, you know, no one has ever accused us us of this, but I think they probably could. Like, I was on Everything to Guppy and I was goofing and uh, on something and brought up. jordan peterson and was talking about him being against consent yeah. i don't think that's his specific flavor of monsterism mm-hmm. in my defense like they all blend together <laughs> yeah. i don't know that like uh i don't know what john tron does as far as that stuff but i know he's a real like bio bio truther
2: yeah, yeah like
0: he's a he's a real like you know i know that's a thing and he doubles down on yeah so yeah. that guy sucks ass yeah and, uh, and also I he hasn't means are reendorsing endorsing him
1: <laughs> he he also process. hasn't been uh hasn't really been around because he got banned from a bunch of places so yeah, yeah.
0: like yeah, yeah. Don't be a sexist, racist shithead. Yeah. And you get to keep participating in society. Yeah. And if you if you stop, like, you, no one's going to put you to death. You still have that freedom. Mm-hmm. But society can decide, hey, we don't want you. Yeah. Um, that guy sucks ass. And yeah. we we are not, uh, uh, you know, endorsing him in any yeah. way.
1: I was happy that he was just a minor part and wasn't actually the voice of a character that I liked.
0: Yeah. What if he was the voice of the hat? <laughs> you know like, just like oh no like, fuck this you know like uh.
1: Uh, so um there are two pieces of major dlc uh that have been released seal the deal which gives you kind of an ice world mission um and then Nyakuza metro which is kind of a you know japanese city anime inspired thing uh the latter of these allows for 50 player multiplayer
0: that's pretty amazing
1: yeah like that like they're taking advantage of just kind of a new thing that is built into steam it kind of seems like a uh we're doing it because we can kind of thing um and I, i appreciate and admire the audacity of that
0: man this is a tangent but last night i fell into a hole watching uh super mario brothers royale oh yeah you know about that
1: oh isn't it dmca royale now or something like that
0: it, 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 yeah it's something like i think they, they it still showed up in google under yeah. mario royale but like playing mario one in a royale mode like that is <laughs> like was strangely compelling yeah. like that's a good idea for a royale and mm-hmm. i don't like royales very much mm-hmm. um but it's uh, it feels as like game changing and cool as the tetris one oh yeah does to me basically like um, I love that it turns the invincibility star into like an absolute nightmare. <laughs> like if you can be the first one to get it mm-hmm. destroy everybody, everybody look that up. If you haven't, uh, you know, no. you'll, the YouTubes will remain even after Nintendo destroys it.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, the, and the, the plot of the, um, the Plaza one,
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, or the Metro one sound interesting to me. She joins an all cat, uh, street gang, all girl <laughs> cat street gang, nice. uh, to fight against the Yakuza. And I'm like, well, that, that sounds kind of fun to me. Yeah. yeah. Um, probably shan't but it, it does sound like a, a a cool idea yeah so um and a switch port is on the way um that this game like would play really great on switch yeah yeah um,
1: apparently there was a bunch of drama around whether or not this would end up on the wii u and then ultimately on the switch um mm-hmm. the community around this kind of you know just the things that pop up in kickstarter comment sections um yeah it's, cut- it's a
0: great comment section man it's the best <laughs> <laughs> get in on there yeah 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 it's, it's yeah it's, it's it's rough stuff mm-hmm.
1: yeah so just just yeah. that that colors when you read about this like apparently the like the the, the port situation on this was really controversial so mm-hmm. no idea yeah.
0: um yeah and we're, we're we're non-combatants in that yes like we you know that's not for us i played it on just on pc yeah um yeah and uh so yeah we'll get we'll get into it um so you start off uh you're this young girl you're woken up by this obnoxious voice on the radio and you're on a spaceship, and the whole thing and music and, and such is signaling a space adventure yes. to you. This is a good, fun time on a spaceship with a cute, plucky, little, magical girl.
1: Yeah, who happens to be entirely alone. I don't mm-hmm. know. We, 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 we never get a glimpse of what her planet is or what her deal is, why I, she doesn't I actually speak. love
0: that, though. Yeah. Like the, one of the things I was thinking about um, that I was expecting from this game was for it to turn maudlin mm. uh because the oh, idea she, she's like, the sole
1: survivor to... <laughs> something yeah
0: yeah yeah. she's she, you know the uh she, the 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 whole idea of, like you need enough um time cubes to get home yeah. or whatever time hourglasses but we don't learn about the home and she doesn't seem to care like she's nonplussed by all this mm-hmm. and that's what makes me like the character is that yeah. like we don't get the sad moment with her where she's like looking at a family picture and trying to get home it's all just like this like fuck the world i got mine like she's got like a riot girl attitude to her that i really appreciate yeah like put 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 hat kid in bikini kill like that's what i want yeah like i'm i'm pretty into her like no you know i'm just having fun and i can do anything i want yeah uh attitude that kind of pervades her entire personality
1: <laughs> uh but she goes out to her vault which is also her you know her fuel tank um, and then somebody from the space mafia, from the mafia on this planet, comes by to exact a toll. Uh, when we mm-hmm. say mafia, this is not Italian mob like you would expect. This is Russian East, mob, East, yeah, Russian Eastern European kind of They explicitly
0: say Russia. They're from Russia. Oh, one of the people say from Russia.
1: Oh, cool. So,
0: which is weird. <laughs> is this Earth? Um, yeah. <laughs> is I there think... a Russia
1: on every planet?
0: <laughs> I well, I don't know. And they're close. They're all identical. Yeah uh this is something that like seems like it should be funnier than it is to me you know the, yeah, the whole time yeah. if, like i like i said i think that the first zone is maybe the weakest one and even in terms of humor like yeah. these guys didn't land for me and i didn't think their voice acting was very fun or funny right right um and so, it,
1: it is not so that they're the mafia of cooks until the last, until the last part of it
0: yeah yeah they're, they're a specific kind of mafia
1: Yeah. yeah. um you know, just like weird theming confusion or whatever um, mm-hmm. you know but he's coming by You're like hey I need to, I need to take a toll she tries to send him away but he breaks the window and the vacuum sucks her out onto the planet taking all of her time fuel with her
0: we are into uh, chapter one so we have chapters and acts yes uh, and this and finales uh, and the chapters are different planets um chapter one is Mafia town and we get act one welcome to Mafia town mm-hmm. um, we get these great like illustrated splash screens yes that are really really well done mm-hmm. uh, before every act like there's like really great cartoon images that made me want an animated series of this um yeah uh and this this first act which kind of just teaches you a little bit how to play like you can explore and get some collectibles like go get some yarn and such but as i mentioned like it kind of discourages you from that cuz it you don't have a weapon yet um when you land um a girl with a mustache uh and like a red little red riding hood hood uh runs from you when you land mm-hmm. and your goal is to uh to chase her
1: yes um, and she, uh, is talking to you, kind of taunting you saying like, Oh, you know, if you're trying to find that junk that fell, I can take you there. And she ultimately leads us to a mafia man who has one of the hourglasses, Uh, and this is where you get the umbrella to kill
0: him. Yep. With. Yes. To to beat him within an inch of his life. Yep. And then as he begs for life, uh, put the umbrella in his mouth and open it. <laughs> um, the, uh, so, yeah, we, we, we kill the mafia man. Um, and the, uh, This gives us the hourglass Um, and in between like this world is fairly detailed. There's Mm -hmm. not in the stages I did from this. There wasn't tons of reason to explore it. Yeah. You know, like if you're not, it's interesting, like part of the genre, like if you're not driven by the like you see a coin, you have to go get the coin Mm -hmm. impulse. Like these, these levels can be very short. Yeah. You know, and then later they kind of fuck around with that pacing a little bit. But here, like. Which is interesting because at first I started exploring. I didn't have the umbrella. I couldn't really explore. That made me frustrated. I was like, fuck it. I'll just do what the game wants me to do. <laughs> right. And then I uh, did that and they just go by very breezily yeah. in that respect. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Um. So mustache girl ends up. You think that she's going to be your ally specifically because like she says, oh, we're friends. And then a friendship meter fills up.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the interface stuff in this is very fun. Yes. Like when little interface things pop up, it's varied. They do new things uh, Mm -hmm. up through the first three chapters and it's super cute. Yes. Yeah.
1: Um, But yeah, that is the first act. And you know, the, the mission is set for us. These uh, pieces of debris have fallen. We need to go get all of them. Um, Taking Mm -hmm. us to act two barrel battle. um, Mm -hmm. Which is, uh, uh, you know, where you need to rescue mustache girl. She had been She's been grabbed by a bunch of these mafiosos. uh, And this is kind of a mini boss battle. Uh, because mm-hmm. they are standing atop this pyramid of explosive barrels uh and throwing them down at you,
0: mm-hmm. and guys will kind of run around. you get locked into a like a two point five d kind of ring around it. yeah, when this happens, you can't run and come back and there are a couple of different uh times where the game does this. It's mm-hmm. always a little bit strange, yeah, mostly I'm, during boss fights, yeah,
1: I'm generally down for it. I think it's good, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. Yeah, it's fine. Like this this one's fine. It's it's probably the least memorable boss fight in the game.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but it is just kind of teaching you yeah. about it. Um, so she introduces herself to you. Um, you know, the friendship meter goes up, like as we mentioned. She joins you on the ship to help you in uh the mission, and she shows you her plan. Again, it does this interface, like it switches over to this heist <laughs> yep. uh kind of thing where she's like got a whiteboard mm-hmm. and she's gonna take all the mafia and uh kill them and put their guts and stuff in a jar yeah and which she she's going to sell reasonable which she's going to sell <laughs> yeah. very cute and again a little bit darker than maybe you'd expect right which is part of why this works like it's not yeah. bloody or anything like mm-hmm. it's not john wick but it, it's, uh, <laughs> it's very cute yes you know
1: yeah uh, but you know it is presented as reasonable but it should tell you that she might be a little bit deranged yeah etc yeah, yeah. Um, and I think she gives you your first piece of, uh, your, your, your first piece of yarn, uh, you
0: can for get this. yarn on the planet. Yeah. Yeah. Before this, of course. But she says like, you need to, you know, you basically need to glow up. Like let's get you a better hat. Yes. Yeah. Glow so, up Gary. Yeah. Glow up. It's that a thing. Oh, okay. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't come up with it. It's, it's a thing. All right. Um, yeah, Google it. Okay. Uh, the fourth <laughs> Google, um, the, <laughs> so, uh, it, probably probably don't need to Google it. You could, you could imagine Um, the, uh, so we get the yarn and this gives us our first hat, which is the dash hat, um, which I I should be able to just run, Um, but you have a dash hat. Um, As we move on, we're going to get, um, it's worth just talking about these now, as you get uh, tokens in the game, that's the collectible. We didn't mention that changes aesthetics. So the hats can look different, but have Mm -hmm. the same function, um, or you can change your outfit. Yeah. So those are two things that you can do mm-hmm. in the game as well. Yes. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um. So chapter three is she came from outer space. Um. And this is your first rain level that you get. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm not exactly sure what's going on here because there are these enemies that are little birds that have glowy eyes or whatever, and they're those just, are everywhere. Yeah. Well, I just – this is the first time I really noticed them, um, specifically because you also have these patches of oil that you can slip on and get covered in, which makes you walk around like a zombie with glowy eyes.
0: I don't really know what's going on either. Yeah. Yeah. When I said they were were everywhere, I wasn't trying to refute you, like, oh, how did you just now find them? I Mm -hmm. just meant that I don't know what they are either because they show up in every stage. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know where they fit into the theming. Like, what you can hear over here uh, at this point, there's, like, a scientist. Mm Mm-hmm mafia guy who will talk about how he's scared of monsters like the the storm and the and your spacecraft and stuff means there's an alien yeah and the what the level is to get covered in goop and then chase him yes um you you de-zombify you don't have to walk like a zombie anymore mm-hmm. but that scares him and then you have to do a kind of a level chase room right. again keeping that variety up but also just kind of it is weird mm-hmm. how it ties in
1: yeah um Sorry. did his design, especially on the splash stage, remind you of the uh the scientist guy from um
0: WarioWare? Um Dr Dr. Krygor? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I okay. think he's got some Krygor DNA. Yeah. Do you want some? <laughs> 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 Maybe you got some Dr. Krygor DNA? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want some? Yeah. Um
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, but this is fun. Uh, like the, like the chase kind of stuff like that, that almost functions, mm-hmm. it functions a bit as all like a, like an advanced, um, uh, advanced navigation tutorial. Cause he does stuff that you are expected to do, to do throughout the game.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, And that happened with the chase with mustache girl too. It just, mm-hmm. there were no stakes, Yeah, you know, and, and, and you just kind of had unlimited time to do it here. You actually have to do chase them. Yeah. So, um, pretty fun. Um, get to the act four, which is, uh, down with the mafia. Mm-hmm um where uh you get uh you go into the mafia's casino uh there and this is kind of like a little adventure game level of like trying to find keys with yeah. some like very light stealth uh it's going to double down on that in the next chapter yes um and uh try to get into this main hall like you you go and uh you know you can get a cat some food in order to get this key you get the freezer you get the main hall yeah uh, and eventually to run into the head mafia chef yeah
1: i i i love that cat That makes the, that Mm -hmm. makes the real food,
0: the cook cat. Yeah. The cook cat. Yeah. Incredibly good. She'll, uh, she joined you on the ship.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. Um, but the mafia's main chef, uh, he's the one who has the hourglass. Um, and you know, he will not hand it over to you. He wants to crush you once and for all. This takes us into kind of the climactic boss fight of this, uh, of this, of this chapter, um, which is a two and a half D fight against him on this big stage while his goons kind of cheer him on
0: mm-hmm yeah um which is cute mm-hmm. like it, it's a it's easy he does you know pretty basic you know kind of 101 boss attacks yeah
1: like like, like do blind charges and stuff like that
0: Blind charges i'm gonna throw three projectiles timed out so you can jump over them um the kind of uh, the big thing is he creates a grand balloon of all the mafia guys yep <laughs> that has a little hole in it that rolls over you and you have to go duck under the hole and mm-hmm. then climb up on top of it yeah uh which was fun you know, and just grotesque. <laughs> you know, uh, fun and grotesque. Yeah, which I like just
1: a big wad of man.
0: Yeah, man <laughs> wad. Yeah. Um, yeah. The uh, but yeah, after um, so you eventually uh, you beat him. Mustache girl finds out. That the uh, the time orbs can do time traveling properties. Yeah. And she's like, why aren't you using these to fight evil? Yeah. Um, you should you should do that to fight evil. You're like, Mm-mm. you know, I've seen movies. <laughs> right. Uh, and then uh, she says she's she's gonna steal them. Mm-hmm. She's gonna go try to collect them all, and you guys become enemies. Like your friendship meter go de- goes all the way down.
1: Yeah. Like yeah. negative off the left side of the screen.
0: Yeah. Yep. Again, fun interface stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is actually I didn't do these last two acts in Mafia Town. I went and did bonus acts to get my hourglasses so this was the last i saw mafia town yeah i was yeah. pretty eager to move on to other
1: stuff same same yeah. sees uh so i didn't do act five like weirdly you need the time stop hat to do act five and i mm-hmm. didn't get that uh because yeah. just the, the the yarn requirement was was huge but i did do act um six and seven mm-hmm. uh, act six uh the entire town is covered in lava Because Mustache Girl has gone and opened up all the valves that controlled the volcano. Uh, So you have to turn all of them off to restore the water. Um, Makes sense. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, But, you know, with the entire area covered by lava, you know, the platforming is a little bit more uh, difficult. Uh, When you're done, the Mafia presents you with this hourglass as a trophy for saving them. Uh, but mm-hmm. you know another big transformation that that level goes through in addition to becoming nighttime and 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 uh, rainy. rainy and such yeah. uh the other one it is it is just uh just just a scavenger hunt kind of thing uh the golden mm-hmm. the golden vault um throughout the uh the uh acts so far you may have found these um safes that were jumping up and down um and you need like the code pieces to get into them in this one. Mm-hmm. It is just a, you know, a a vault that requires four different pieces. Um, And thankfully, like when you activate the vault without all the pieces, it just kind of traces a line to where they are at. Yeah. So it is not just like a straight up. Okay, go and go and shake down every corner of the stage. Look at things. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: It it also does. You mentioned uh, not doing act five. Uh, If you try to do an act where you don't have the item, it stops you. Yes. So you're sure you want to do this. You don't have the item for it. Sure. And I really appreciate that. Like, yeah. I think making you use later hats and earlier levels feels like a weird kind of forced non-linearity to me. Yeah. You know, like making me jump back and forth between these worlds and interrupting my heuristic doesn't buy you a lot. Yeah. Um, But I'm glad they don't let you just go in there and waste your time. There, there, there's one
1: of these things, like the big example that you were thinking of with the grappling hook. Um, it comes because um, oh gosh, they swapped worlds two and three. In- mm. Initially, the Battle of the Birds is going to be level three.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. gotcha. yeah, I don't, I don't know that I knew that. Yeah. Um, speaking of, mm-hmm. uh, so after this, like uh, cooking cat shows up, the cat we mentioned mm-hmm. shows up at your house, tells you about re- uh, relics, right. which again are those little trophies. Um, they tend to be little mundane objects, and mm-hmm. you get them as little uh, collectibles in your hub. Right. Um, I got the hamburger, and I got the cows being kidnapped by <laughs> aliens, and that's all I got. And yeah, I was like, "Okay, yeah. I get it. Cute, I'm done, cute." Yeah. Um, moving on to chapter two, which is called "Bird Battle."
1: Hmm. Yep. Um. You think I would feel this more deeply, Gary?
0: <laughs> I I would. I was I was I was unsure what you would think. I here's here's the the conversation I had in my head. Uh huh. I was like, I bet you Cole's going to be with me on thinking DJ Grooves is not as funny as the game thinks he is. Yeah. But I wonder if Cole is going to like that conductor. <laughs> uh, which like all the rank and file birds in this, I think, are cute.
1: Oh, they're so good. They're they're the, they're all like like the nevishy owls and the the, and the crows. Owls
0: are good. Yeah, yeah, and the and the the penguins, the jazz penguins, uh-huh. the blues brothers penguins, pretty cute. Yeah, the voices of both these leads got on my nerves, like yeah. real bad. <laughs> I like the variety of these levels. Uh-huh. Um, I think I think these are fun um, and cool, but man, the uh, DJ grooves <laughs> You gotta go.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. it cannot be. And the Uh, Owl, the Conductor Owl is Scrooge McDuck. Yeah. And like, one, you can't just do Scrooge McDuck for another bird. (laughs) No. Like, he's already a bird. Like, a a, a bird has that voice. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Fucking Ursula the Sea Witch, Scrooge McDuck. No, thank you. (laughs) You know?
1: (laughs) Oh, Jesus. So, so, you know, you you go into this new world uh, for Act One, Dead Bird Studio. uh, This is where, like, this world's movies come from know mm-hmm. the, the the birds or the uh or the entertainers and whatnot and you when you walk in the conductor who does not look like an owl to me it looks like a mm. wolf
0: yeah he yeah he's got or, or he had like uh cartoon chocobo vibes to me
1: yeah <laughs>
0: like certainly didn't look like an owl though it's not like, a it's got...
1: not a bad design it just doesn't look no. like a living being
0: <laughs> yeah it's, it's it's very it's way more cartoony than and he's right next to the actual owls, so i don't know yeah. what supposed to be because yeah. those are clearly owls. They like, they know how to make an owl. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. so I don't know exactly what he was supposed to be.
1: But yeah, the conductor, this you know Scottish guy, you who's know, Scrooge McDuck, is berating DJ Grooves, who's this Moon Penguin, who which sounds like a horrible slur.
0: Yeah, Moon Penguin. If just call somebody a moon... The moon penguins came and took our jobs, dude. Like, <laughs> I feel like. Before the well, now we're getting into John Trump. Yeah, exactly. Let's, let's, uh let's, let's, let's omit yeah. the, uh, the racism against moon Penguin. Yeah.
1: The, uh. <laughs> uh they, they may already okay. be here. Uh, no, but he, he looks kind of like a, like a DDD. Yeah.
0: DDD is good. Uh, he's always dancing in this weird kind of smooth way mm-hmm. that reminded me of, uh, jet set radio.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Radio, you know, um, and, uh, everybody, like, I feel like. Both the, the the dialogue from like the concepts in these levels are cute and mm-hmm. funny. I didn't think anything DJ Grooves or the con- the conductor said were funny. No, yeah. and it felt like they improvised a lot of their lines to me.
2: Ooh, yeah. Like
0: it felt a little bit like, hey, just just vamp. Yeah. Like Ooh. if you want to add in that thing, go for it. We're having a great time in the voice recording studio. But oh yeah, I'm so having long. a good time at this party. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. They're just yeah. talking too much, dudes. Yeah. Like yeah, you, this is killing the pace a little bit. Yeah. Um, but I do like that. Like. It has a general set. These are not super action levels. Right, right. You know, like they're like little bits of action, but there's like lots of stealth, which is not very well developed, but it's fine. Mm-hmm. And lots of uh, just kind of a lot of variety. Yeah. Which I like. Yes. Um, so the whole, the whole thing is they both got hourglasses. Hourglasses sprinkle in this world. They're going to use it as a prop uh, because they're trying to win like their Oscar mm-hmm. for the year. Like one of these studios always wins. You go in, they have trophies on both sides of the wall where they've won both won tons of awkward, uh, Oscars. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, when you, uh, you first have to go into DJ grooves zone. Mm-hmm. Um, as you sneak in through this vent, um, you start like in the interface, like this little thing that is fines pops yep. up on the side.
1: <laughs> you start creating legal DJ. bills.
0: And it's very cute. Like, and this is a stealth section. Mm-hmm. Um, every time you get spotted, it's like interrupting the set. Yeah. You know, five, thousand dollars or whatever if
1: you get too close to an owl it's like you're harassing an owl forty thousand dollars yeah
0: really cute like (laughs) pretty funny yeah um Um,
1: uh, but yeah this is this is a a stealth level um you know and thankfully they show you like just the areas that where you can't go are highlighted in red you know where cameras and stuff are pointed um that is a good uh, a, a good little touch what makes this bearable i think is that there is basically no punishment until level four there is no punishment for uh for failure in any of these yeah
0: yeah like you still get hit like you get hurt when you get seen by these things and you have to start over but like
1: the checkpointing is generous enough that if that hit kills you you're just back like a couple of minutes
0: yes yeah it's so light Mm -hmm. like this this whole this whole bit is so 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 light yeah you know, um, and that's to its benefit, right? Right. Like, this is not super hard, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's uh, that's that's great. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it. you know, it shouldn't have been, for this control scheme, a robust and difficult stealth section would have not been great. Right. right. You know, so um, after you, uh, as you're moving through, this is around the same time, like, we didn't necessarily get these at the same time, you might mm-hmm. get this earlier or later, but you can get uh, the ability to craft the ice hat which has nothing to do with ice. Yep. Uh, this allows you to do a ground pound. You turn yourself into an ice statue. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, that's just weird. Yeah. Like, and it's, it's largely used again as a Metroidvania ask, like activate a, uh, world mm-hmm. feature. Like yeah. I very, I never use this offensively. I just use it to activate these platforms. Yeah. It was just the key for a party. very
1: specific lock. Yeah.
0: Like this is a hat that requires, like this is a key that requires me to change hats to open, mm-hmm. you know? And that's just, that's weird. Yeah. You know, like th- as far as, uh, actual actionable upgrades, like things that felt like upgrades in the game mm-hmm. th- that sh- don't feel like they should have been basic verb sets. There are two. Yeah. Like changing your dash into a scooter. Yeah. Is like a better version of the dash. And then the beam attack that you can add to your melee weapon are both feel like upgrades. Yeah. Everything else, like the potion throw uh, is required for some things. It feels like it should have been default, the grappling hook, the freeze thing. Like all these things should have just been avatar moves, mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah. Weird, weird choice. Yeah.
1: Um, so you reach the end of this stage mm-hmm. and DJ grooves is super excited to have a non bird actor kind of wander mm-hmm. into his studio. So it makes you a passport that lets you be a, you know, be in birth
0: or whatever, um, and er- erases all of your debt. Yeah. He rips it in half, which is fun. You get to see the, everything added up. Mm-hmm. Um, you get to draw on your passport yep. and this will become your save file. Icon, which is cute, <laughs> um, and then the conductor comes up and says, "Hey, you! Have to, if you're going to be in his movie, you have to be in my movie too." Yes. Um, gives you a prop, which is the hourglass, so you get your hourglass for this act, yeah. and kind of the vague, based on how well you do on these levels, the different birds will get certain numbers of like points, yeah, towards winning, or whatever. Right. Um. So you can you can choose which one wins, mm-hmm. um, during this uh, vaguely, yeah.
1: So. And, and so each of the acts has you performing in one of the movies for these different kind of bosses.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the first one uh, is act two, which is Murder on the Owl Express. Mm-hmm. Um, and you are on, you know, so the the movie maker is also a conductor. That mm-hmm. feels confused to me, but that's what's going on. <laughs> right. um, who's on a train And it is, this is like legitimately, this is probably the closest I, I know this sounds very damning, the closest I came to laughing Yes. uh, in the game. Like this is the biggest smiles, like really, really cute. I mean, Uh you're, you're,
1: you're walking around with all these nerdy owls and these secret, these secret crow agents.
0: Well, not, not, I mean, that's really that's cute. Yeah. But the the them asking you for, hypothetical for... questions <laughs> that would be your security yep. clearance, and then trying to figure out a captcha uh. and stuff like that is that's very funny. Actually, yeah. like this is pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. Um. You know, I I loved this. Like, I didn't. You know, the play of it is not phenomenal. It's fine. Again, mm-hmm. like, you know, rises up to fine. But the uh, yeah. the actual the jokes here are pretty good. Yes. So. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Uh, because, you know, like a lot of these details end up being you know, that, that you put in end up like changing the text of what you uh, of what you encounter when the stakes raise. Right. Yeah. You know, so you, know, you just kind of do a little bit, little bit of exploring on this train full of these crow secret agents talking to them and doing the capture and doing the security security answer stuff. And then when you walk into the back, there's a dead owl. Back there, mm-hmm. <laughs> and so you have to explore the entire train to find clues to quote solve the mystery of the murder. Um, yeah, and uh like there, like there are points you're getting these phone calls, like saying, "Uh, like oh, yeah, like it'd be, yeah, like, like, it'd be like, a shame this, this something."
0: This is Zaz <laughs> yeah. calling Batman. It'd be a, it'd be yeah. a
1: shame if something happened to your pet cat. Woo, woo, woo.
0: You know, and, yeah, the, the things that you put in. And yeah, it's, it's yeah. very funny, you know. And I I you know, you can put in pure aisle stuff in there. You mm-hmm. get a achievement for that. But then yeah. just him just being like it'd be a shame if something happened to your pet cat boner. Yeah. You know, if uh, my, my precious my, aunt boner died. My, my
1: my answer for everything was ass. Like it did, yeah. it didn't matter. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh it's just it's just funny. Like it's just genuinely like pretty good Mm -hmm. this whole thing so you're going around doing clues which are kind of minor platforming challenges uh, mixed with stealth Mm -hmm. um there's still a stealth element i don't know why these things can kill you in one hit uh they can like the movie thing made sense because you don't want to shut down production Mm -hmm. is the idea but here it's like oh you just have to start over like there's no diegetic explanation for it yeah um and then uh you uh get to the end um, and you, depending on which clues you get, you can choose who the murderer is. Yes. And I was like, crows, crows like they're very suspicious, <laughs> Yeah. you know, um, how so. did that
1: shit? Ch- like, what was the result of that?
0: So it's, so I think you've got, and the notes is different. I don't know if this is actually a difference, but it wasn't DJ groove. It was the conductor hmm. who did it to make the movie plot. Uh, oh. and the person you know, obviously the owl wasn't dead. So pretty much everyone you chose could have been correct almost, yeah. except for your aunt who is supposed to be the murderer, who's just a cardboard cutout. <laughs> uh, which is very
1: funny. I, I selected. I selected the ant. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. So maybe maybe that's why it turned out that, that DJ Grooves was the one who did it.
0: Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. I, I said it was the crows, and it turned out to be the conductor, and it was yeah. just to make the movie better and, and trick you into shooting scenes for a movie. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, very cute.
1: It, you know, the, the it feels like a callback uh, for games or a call forward for us. It feels very similar to the uh, Milkman conspiracy. Oh, sure. A little bit.
0: Yeah, I could see that. Um, pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Uh Act three is picture perfect. Uh you, you switch over to DJ Grooves. Um, he wants you to become a diva, um, which means like getting fans and doing these fan clubs, uh, going around just kind of uh crop dusting different <laughs> different sets of penguins, and then eventually every once in a while running to a DJ Groove symbol, mm-hmm. which are challenges based on uh, his endorsement. Yes.
1: Yeah. Uh, like, one of these is to guess which card another bird is holding, but because you have full control of the 3D camera, you can just look and see.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: yeah. It's pretty Keep, fun. Cute stuff like that. Um, yep. Get into stuff that's a little bit more mechanical uh, mm-hmm. with Act 4, the train rush. Uh, you need the grappling hook for this. Um, and this is where it gets confusing because you can't finish this chapter until you damn near finish the other, like the next one. Yeah. The next chapter kind of, kind of, kind of strange. But the premise of this is that the conductor, in order to make the action feel more real, has rigged the train to explode and
0: Mm -hmm. you have
1: two minutes to get up to the front.
0: Yes, yeah. uh, you get more than that because you have pickups like power yeah, ups that give more time. Mm-hmm. This is pretty fun. Yeah, uh, to me, like the checkpointing is super generous. Yeah, some of these jumps were annoying to me, but like at the same time, it only set me back like a second.
1: Yeah, and if you any of you die, like you wake back up with like ninety seconds left, no matter where you're at. So the yeah. point isn't to be especially difficult. It is. It, it almost feels like an arcade racing game a little bit yeah when you're getting those checkpoints and the and the extra time ups um and the flavor in this is incredibly good i love at the beginning the uh the the nerdy owls like did we load more explosive on today than we usually do
0: yeah Yeah. (laughs) Uh those are um uh uh prosy d uh the the youtuber who does the very funny short movies you've probably seen that guy oh the uh uh, the
1: the 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 set asian fella yes. yes yes
0: yeah who, who has the the great thing about anime ages, yes. where it's like yeah. you know, yeah, I'm a, an expert sniper, <laughs> graphic artist, and you know, five star Michelin chef at age fourteen. <laughs> just like, uh, the payoff for that is extremely good. Yeah, he. Uh, he,
2: he... <laughs>
1: No, he is, yeah. uh, he is fucking hilarious is what he is. Yeah, I didn't it, recognize well, him. He's name. just
0: very like good hearted. Yeah. Like yes. that guy just seems like, like, he's just like the sweetest dude. I love him. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah.
1: and, and then also like, as you're going along, uh, <laughs> through this, I guess the conductor has placed, uh, penguins to play music. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like a different parts, So you'll just like dash past, uh, you know, a couple of penguins playing a piano and, and trombone and stuff.
0: Yeah. Pretty cute. Yeah. Uh, the, the first sign of like trouble for me in this game, and this isn't, it doesn't, it's not all downhill from here, but I hate this, uh, the big parade act five. Yeah. Um, this is, so it's like, you're doing a parade. You have to be the parade marshal. Uh, penguins are following you and they will hurt you. So you have to kind of keep moving. It reminds me of the Mario galaxy, like shadow Mario chasing you. Yeah, uh, Yeah. Mechanic. Um, and you're given a series of tasks, uh, to do this and you can't touch the ground. It's full of people. So it's basically lava mm-hmm. and it will kill you. And it just, it's long and you always start it from the beginning.
1: Yeah. Um, and
0: I died a bunch of times. Like I was dying from lack of health from just like, okay, I ha- I get to the end of the switch. I have to turn on to turn on the pyrotechnics. I stopped to hit it and my parade catches up with me, mm-hmm. you know, and hits me. And it's like, well, that just happens enough times. Like, yeah. fuck me, I guess yeah um yeah um, this took me more tries than i care to admit and you know by which i mean i don't it's not like genichiro but like it took, it took me you know three or four tries and uh it's just uh was not very fun for me yeah
1: um it was difficult to discern what the game wanted me to do uh just because
0: you know i'll, I'll say it
1: both like any of the stuff associated with with dj grooves not very good yeah like the like yeah. the diva one you know like kind of kind of funny but yeah, the
0: one is not very good either yeah yeah it's, yeah it's inoffensive but there's not a whole lot.
1: Yeah, yeah. It. And 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 this is just like I think way way too chaotic for the for for what they're asking you to do, which is not discernible really. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, uh, pretty annoying. Um, yeah.
1: Yep. No. So, um regardless, you know, you have to finish all of these in order to open up the finale. Um and the amount of points that you get will determine which of these directors gets the award right uh mm. for me dj grooves one i think you mm. can intervene to like decide is that right or not and i was like whatever Asked
0: you it's like yeah is this what you who you want to have win yeah it's a little yeah. bit of like replayability or whatever yeah yeah
1: i'm not sure how the how the boss fight changes who did you end up fighting at the end of this
0: i've got the conductor okay uh and this is gonna sound ridiculous but i'm having such a hard time remembering anything about the fight Okay. Like I'm 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 trying to stealth type with my incredibly loud, <laughs> uh disable you know, unable to stealth uh <laughs> keyboard to uh to try to do that. I think it's the same fight. Yeah, you keep, but I your keyboard be wrong is
1: dummy that. thick. Yeah.
0: Excuse me, dummy thick. My keyboard keeps waking up the guards. Yeah. Um so in taking a look at it, it is a different fight. Let me see if I can refresh my memory and apologies for this because I understand that this is obnoxious. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah. Uh he's a little bit more agile. Hmm. I believe, as opposed to DJ grooves and yes. the arena is different. Right. Uh, regardless of the way that this
1: you know, pans out, you, um, you know, you go in and like, is it's, you just walk up to the stage and DJ grooves says, ah, here's the, here's, you know, here's your prop. Uh, what did you expect there to be a bunch of crazy bullshit happening? Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and then you, and then you leave, but then, you know, as you're, as you're gone, I think even as you're like in your hub world, you get a call. Um, from the conductor saying, like, hey, DJ Groove's kept the timepiece and he plans to use it. Like, go check mm-hmm. out underneath the studios. So you have to go back to Act 1, the Dead Bird studio, and this time it's at night. The actual studio is shut down, but you end up going beneath the studio, down these elevators, for just this really lengthy platforming and stealth section. Yeah, um, like the, Like, this is a big difficulty spike for this early in the game.
0: Yeah. Well, it makes sense that this is supposed to be act or chapter three. Yes. Right. Like this would lead really well into the, the hated chapter four. Yes. You know? Um, but this, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Taking a look i you know, again, I'm watching the, uh, the, the boss fight on, on YouTube. Like I think the attacks that are, they mostly, you know, they run around an arena. Once you get there, they run around different arenas mm-hmm. that are kind of branded after them. So DJ grooves has a disco arena, the conductor, has uh like a stage and gears and stuff and a train in the background yeah and kind of run around uh doing attacks that are vaguely based on what they've done before mm. so dj grooves uh, has a parade you know attack the conductor sends like train track lines at you very mm-hmm. similar to boss fights that will come later yeah no um at this point and like surrounds you with uh car regular cars huh. non non train cars that you have to jump out of the way like it is very it's pretty tricky again it dj Grooves like does it's...
1: those train attacks too
0: oh weird yeah yeah i don't know like i'm i'm i haven't i didn't watch the dj grooves on before this so mm. um yeah it's tricky
1: yeah um several different phases uh to this um you know the the, the first one it's mostly uh you're avoiding like the jump and the jump and projectile attacks uh when you get enough attacks in um at least for me the screen went dark uh and you have to look dj grooves has set up a table and he sets you down and says, hey, listen, you know, like, I just I just want to use the I just want to use the timepiece to get what I'm owed because I'm sure the conductor is cheating. Yeah. you know, Has has yeah. has, has, has cheated. So, you know, let me do this. Are you going to let me have it? You can say no. And he calls you selfish or you can say maybe. And he says, all right, but we got to keep up appearances. So I'm going to fight you anyway. And then it goes back into the second stage of the fight. Um, where yeah. I think his most notable new attack is, uh, he'll make the screen go dark and then, um, we'll send, uh, kind of like copies of himself to do like samurai slashes and stuff. Mm. At you. Cause yeah. he's a samurai
0: as well as a disco. Yes. Duck.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, did, uh, did the conductor, uh, strap a bomb to you at any point?
0: I, I don't recall. Yeah. Like, I yeah, I'm sorry. Like, I ended up playing this. One of the things we didn't talk about in the kind of flow of this, and you and I talked about it before we recorded a little bit, but that, like, seeing the appeal but not getting the appeal mm-hmm. meant that when I sat down with this, a lot of the times it was pretty breezy. Mm-hmm. Getting myself to sit down with it was still difficult. Yeah. So I, I started this fairly early but played it in disparate chunks. Yeah. You know, and some of the boss stuff just, like, runs together, so I don't remember. Yeah. You know, it didn't, if it, if so, it didn't stand out to me. Like I remember specific attacks from later boss fights, like very well, Mm -hmm. because I either struggled with them or I thought they were cool. Uh, This boss fight didn't, was very Teflon-y to me. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yep. Um, Regardless, you know, you take him out and then, you know, you take the, uh, you take the timepiece for yourself.
2: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: on to act uh three or chapter three the subcon forest um which starts out with act one contractual obligations can they just
1: Um, can they just call the subcon because that is straight up the world from super mario super mario brothers 2
0: and it looks exactly like halloween land yeah from it is like the most tim burton thing that i've ever seen in my life so (laughs) it's interesting that they did something that is so just like spooky spooky land Mm -hmm. when previous to this even though like i don't really like mafia land it is not just a stage flavored stage, yeah. like we're in stage flavored stage territory now. Yes. Like it's a state, it's an aesthetic that I like, but like, boy, mm-hmm. it's, it's called subcon and it's boogie boogie land or whatever.
1: <laughs> but yeah, it's a big spooky twisted forest that has like these walls of mystical fire that are uh,
0: walling you off.
1: Uh, there's really only one path that you can take. Uh, which uh, leads to you being trapped in a sack and then deposited in this big purple void with a huge evil spirit. This is Snatcher, um, yeah. and he is, you know, uh, a Faustian devil kind of figure who is uh, obsessed with contracts. Um, I like Snatcher quite a bit.
0: Yeah, I, I like him too. I also think he talks a little bit too much. Yeah, like every every kind of like paragraph of dialogue had one extra line that reiterated things. It felt yeah. like that felt improvy to me. In a way I didn't care for, but I like him as a character and I like the interface stuff. I like the, the contract popping up and how you have to actually have to sign it Mm -hmm. and things like that. I love the, you know, you feel empty, yes, you know, and then feel is normal (laughs) and empty. That's right. Great. He gives you a list of tasks and he's in this whole act is going to be, or this whole chapter is going to be bouncing, you know, re-upping your anytime contract, like kind of over and over.
1: Yeah. You're on the Chris Evans plan.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Um, So, uh, the first thing, uh, so you have to clear out this well, which we talk about. uh, We have to stop these fire spirits who are stopping you from continuing. They set up these firewalls. I don't Mm -hmm. really understand what these things are. Like, they're little fox things that worship a fire, but like want to quote unquote die, which involves throwing a painting into the fire, which I don't understand why. Yeah. Like, just throw the asset into the asset. Yeah, you know, to to make the make the verb happen. Yeah. Well, know?
1: it's I mean, like uh, maybe what they're doing is like he says, "Oh, please murder these fellows," and you go up and they say, "We want to die." So it's not actually.
0: But why a, do they die from throwing paintings in a fire? Like I because, don't
1: because they need a body. They need flame to inhabit. I don't
0: know. I don't know. There's 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 fire there. It's just <laughs> weird. Like I don't think that's. I don't buy it. Like, yeah. I don't know if that's what, what's going on, but it's, it's a, it doesn't make And why paintings? No. You know, like it is, it just, you know, it just feels like asset.
1: Yeah. To me. Um, the kind of the new mechanical thing in this, you have these gigantic cherries that will absorb these snakes and turn into cherry bombs. Mm-hmm. Sentences.
0: Yep. And they crack ice. Yes. Specifically. Yeah. So you so, yeah, a... it, is, it is a real like asset soup going on. In, in <laughs> yeah. Yeah. on here. Like, like,
1: like When I talk about the game being really confused in terms of like theme and aesthetic, that's kind of what I'm talking about. Yeah, 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 yep. Yep, yep. Um, but I do like the, the bombs, you know, just that they you do have a limited amount of time and you have to um, carry them uh, and you can't you don't have your full range of motion when you are carrying
0: something heavy. Yeah, yeah. you can't double jump. Yeah, you just do a single jump um, after you do so the spirit appears and uh, makes you sign another contract. Um and this is a false choice. It gives you a choice between two things but you'll end up doing both. Yes. Um it's either deliver 10 packages or uh explore the spooky uh, find out what's in this attic. Yeah. And I'm um, spoiler it's a mario star.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, so they give you the choice, and it's like, well, fuck, I'm not gonna deliver 10 of a thing. What is this? An yeah. MMO. I'm gonna explore yep. the spooky attic. I yeah. have a huge issue with this actually, because you have to finish both of them. Yeah. Um when you have to go and get the other one, you just have to wander around the forest and hope that you trip one of his traps. Yeah. So I had to like look up in a look up in a forum like where to activate some of these because I just wasn't finding them. And like I don't know what to look for visually uh, to mm-hmm. get this. Yeah. Uh, dirty it's really annoying.
0: yeah. Yeah. And just have the courage to make one of these optional. Yeah. You know, like hide, you know, put some content there. You did, you just did it with the bosses, mm-hmm. you know, in the, in the last thing, like just make it so, uh, and that kind of plays into them having that minimum star requirement at the end, which I know is a thing that Mario does as well, but yeah. that minimum is more than just completing the worlds. Right. You know, like, um, just let, let me, let me be out when I'm done, mm-hmm. you know, like, let me be done when I'm done. Um, so after this, uh, in between the acts, uh, the boss of the mafia appears, uh, on your ship, um, in a jar, he's like eyeballs and, uh, you know, a mouth in a jar. It's Uh, pretty
1: grisly, actually.
0: It's pretty grisly, but it's funny. Yeah. Um, and he's, uh, selling a pin that, uh, will show you where relics are on the map. So if you want to collect, you can collect. Mm -hmm. Um, I shan't. Um, moving on to the different acts. Um, act two is subcon well, um, which is kind of your grappling hook. Yeah, yeah uh tutorial mm-hmm. for this um you get the grappling hook uh the grappling in this game is okay it, um it hit at
1: just the right time to add additional interest for me yeah uh, but
0: it, it, i think it plays into the like nothing this game does is great like it does a lot of things at like b minus level Yeah. you know like like stealth like um you know even just like into the platforming and stuff and the the grappling hook mechanics feel like that too like it doesn't feel that good feels okay Mm-hmm. You know, and it it's uh, it's pretty kind of perfunctory. Like, there's not a lot of expressiveness in the movement of it. Yeah, you know, uh, that comes through. It just kind of adds a little bit of a, another minor way of traversal that's in line with the 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 seal, like the joy ceiling of the traversal earlier as well. Yeah, you know, to me. Yep. Uh, yeah.
1: The the well itself is a pretty good stage. It's nice mm-hmm. and atmospheric. Um, I like the path that you take to get there, uh, crossing over this marsh. Where if you stand in the marsh water the spirit arms will reach up and you have a certain amount of time. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, yep. I don't like that marsh. That became very annoying during, during the delivery yes. thing to me. Yeah.
1: I, um, I got the right amount of marsh getting to the well.
0: Yeah. Yep. yep. Um, act three though. I like how they break this up. Act mm-hmm. three is just a boss fight. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a, a soul yeah. <laughs> uh, in an outhouse. And you well, fight it's, outhouse. It's,
1: it's your soul. Uh, it's snatcher lost your soul and it possessed an outhouse. <laughs>
0: Which is very funny, and yeah. I, I, mean, I think this is like a nod to Conquer, that has right? To be. Yeah, you know, in just terms of scategory. um, <laughs> in terms of playing categories, the um, I love the that dice for categories. <laughs> I, I love categories, but yeah. if it was about just like shit, it'd be a different game, <laughs> yeah. you know. Um, the uh, so this is I think this is uh, I this is my favorite boss fight in the game. That's really good. This hits the 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 level that I want these boss fights to hit um he does a lot of attacks that the actual boss of this chapter does as well mm-hmm. so it previews them the one thing that i don't love is that uh he does this thing where he jumps on the ground and makes a shockwave yeah. come out which i like but it but knocks you down on, but it knocks you down so it's double impact like if mm-hmm. you if you're on the ground when he hits it creates a shockwave and knocks you down mm-hmm. and he does it at a speed that's very easy to get kind of stun locked mm-hmm. in it so the the goal eventually i got it but the you have to end up having a kind of double jump yeah. And to me, like the the semiotics of that attack as as born by Mario mm-hmm. is I just need to jump over the, the shockwave. Yeah, I don't have to also do, like it's two different video game tropes. Yeah, I don't have I, have I, I don't have to,
1: to be that. off of the ground and then also yeah. jump over those things. Yeah, uh,
0: the. The animation during it is really beautiful. Like there's a thing when you get the actual the object, uh, the cherry bomb to throw back at him, Mm -hmm. where the outhouse cowers. Yep. And it's so expressive. Like imagine, like in your head, like an outhouse cowering from you. Yeah. Which would be a great haunted outhouse in real life. Like (laughs) it just the outhouse that doesn't want to be used. (laughs) Which would be my please no. Hit me, yeah. Please Uh, no more I'm so please no more piss. Yeah, I'm so I oh I couldn't have another bite. I don't want to look at the dessert menu leave that'd, me alone
1: that'd be so easy to do just get just, just just get a get a raspberry pie a raspberry pie and an arduino and a and a port mm-hmm. a, a,
0: a pot <laughs> yeah very funny. please no more <laughs> funny, but full you know uh' pretty great like the you know animation's great and it's a pretty fun fight yeah <laughs> yeah um act four uh queen Vanessa's Manor. this is the spooky addict yeah. Uh, attic yes um which this is pretty great
1: i I love this this is incredibly good because yeah. it is another flavor of stealth but it is pursuit horror stealth. yeah it is a horror game this is haunting stealth. yeah <laughs>
0: yeah this is to me this is clock tower <laughs> hey, can, um, can, can, can you tell me what the to me
1: is from because it sounds like a twitter joke construction but i don't know
0: it's not even a con- twitter joke construction it's just a funny phrasing <laughs> to me that is that i is from twitter but is okay. not you know that, like, bla- like this is, and then the thing, and then comma to me, <laughs> to me, and it that's... to me, and it's just, I just think it's it, got just, a funny, it, 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 it's got a funny rhythm to it. Yeah,
1: it, it imparts unnecessary subjectivity to something that doesn't uh, demand it.
0: Yes, yes, that, that's exactly it. <laughs> yeah,
1: cool. Yeah. And I've killed the no. joke by explaining it. I no, was, no, I, was I mean just...
0: that joke is a real like strong word for that. Yeah, it's yeah. just, you know how you 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 read a phrasing enough times that it it just gets stuck in your head. Yeah, yeah. Like everybody adopts phrases that they hear and yes. that's just the one that i have right now and then my my arc will be that i'll keep doing it someone on twitter who i don't know will at me and be like hey can we give that a rest so then i'll do it for another couple of weeks and then it will naturally like yeah fulfill its purpose like contrarianism will give me the little shot in the arm yeah to keep it up even past what i'm interested in it uh-huh. but then eventually i'll just run its course because that's how language works you know why do we both have such
1: know. problems with authority
0: i you know what i uh i don't know I'm, I like it. I think it's good. Yeah, <laughs> no, I think I think it's the right way to be. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I agree. Yeah. No, I agree. Like it's, no, it's just no. uh, yeah. I don't like. I, I think it's fairly universal to not like being told what to do. Yeah, probably. You know, and being like being told what to do by an authority figure is one thing, but being told what to do by a stranger is like a very surreal aspect of public life. That you know, I think I I'd be surprised who doesn't have a problem with that. Yeah. Now who's who's gonna be like yeah oh yes sir you know like nobody's nobody's gonna dig that you know. At least that's how I feel about it. Maybe other people do not have as big
1: an issue. Yeah. Uh no. Queen Vanessa's Manor, very good. It is a haunting ground to me. Uh so <laughs> to 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 get to this manor, you have to uh take advantage of one of the features of this stage. And also it uh, uh relates to the mask that you get from this place, or the hat mm-hmm. rather, which is the dweller mask. Yes um uh what happens is there are these spooky fields uh, that will cause the um, that, that that will cause things that are incorporeal to become corporeal, and cause things that are corporeal, specific things, to become incorporeal. Um, yeah. So you have to take advantage of fields created by these bells in order to do this kind of timing based platforming to get where you need to go. And eventually, when you get enough yarn for the dweller mask, you can do that at will.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's a. Uh, uh... I generally, and, and I'm on the record of not liking, like, hit a timer and then do a platforming challenge where it's hard because you have a limited amount of time to do it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and the, But this is the right amount of it. Um, they'll double down on that later. Yeah. But here is when it, it's fine. Mm-hmm. And mostly, like, I like this for the aesthetics. Like, yeah. Queen Vanessa is loud and big and scarier than... Mm than you'd think based on the subject matter or based on the genre, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Like when she catches you, it is this like screaming, dark, like explosion of light and just really loud, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, really, really loud,
1: but like you you're like you are running, you are running around in this, in the, in this mansion, like trying to find hiding places and the keys that you need to get them down from where they are. You have to make noises, which will bring her out. And all the while you are finding these little like, um, uh, scraps of dialogue, these little scraps of diary that give the backstory about how she, you know, she was the scorned lover, you know? Um, mm-hmm. and then that stuff is called into question. Uh, this rules,
0: yeah, it's really good. Yeah, like this is and and great variety. Like I did not expect something like this. Mm-hmm. You know, the stealth before was like your your typical kind of like Sly Cooper, stay away from the cones of light. Fair, you know, like this is different. So mm-hmm. yeah, this is cool. Yes. Um, way less cool is Act Five, which is mail delivery service. Um, which just it gives you a badge that turns your uh your if you don't already have it, you could have bought this before, mm-hmm. which I find frustrating. Which I did. Like I spent hard earned fucking pawns. On the uh, sprint, the thing that turns my sprint hat into a scooter. Yeah. Um. So he gives you, he gives you that if you don't have it and you use your scooter to kind of do like a little bit of like a, a shooter. Like when you hold down a button, you get a aiming reticule Yeah. to throw mail at 10 different uh denizens of this, this place. Mm-hmm. And it's just a scavenger hunt. Yes. Like it's just go find some people who have little mail things over their head. Like mm-hmm. it's super slight, but also just not very interesting.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I don't, I, I don't like go, go find these people, you know, Yeah, just, I don't you, like,
0: go find any, like, don't scavenge me. Yes. Like don't scavenge yes. me as a person <laughs> but, and don't yeah. make me scavenger hunt. I hope, I hope I die without ever being scavenged. <laughs> like, that seems like a good, uh, a good goal. I think.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know? whole, whole aspects of society kind of cropped up around protecting bodies from being robbed.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, you think those are going to stay up. Like after the fucking water wars, are you out of your mind? Like we're not like grave robbing is going to be the least of our concerns. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Somebody's going to harvest her carbon. Then you're done.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Carbon. If I'm lucky (laughs) Um, after you do this kind of like annoying chore, uh, we get our boss fight, which is Act six. Uh, Your contract has expired. Since you've outlived your usefulness, the snatcher uh, takes, takes your hat and starts to attack you. Right. Um there's a great little bit of interface thing where like um he's invincible because he's purple. You yeah. But you can actually take one of the flasks he gets uh, throws at you and splash it on him. Yeah. Which makes him blue yeah. and then now he can be hurt.
1: Well, he taunts you about it saying, "Oh, you're yeah. expecting me to turn blue, are you?" Yeah. <laughs> Don't, I won't do that. You splash him with the flask and then it's like, "Well, that won't work, will it?" Yeah. <laughs> he has and, no and, and idea. it does, which is great. Yeah um and he's got all these different moves he's normally kind of pinned to the center but you've got to survive enough onslaughts for him to kind of wander out and make himself uh make himself uh vulnerable <laughs>
0: um
1: this has my favorite music track in the game
0: yeah. yeah yeah i can i yeah this is uh the this is good yeah. um this has one attack that i think is bad uh which is the one where he uh winks and then he creates a double yeah and you get in the space of like a like but feels like two seconds. Yeah. You get teleported to a black void, and you don't know whether you are in like a different interface. You don't know what you're doing. You have to yeah. attack one of them. Um, if you attack the wrong one, the other one hits you from behind. Yes. He winked the telegraph, which one's the fake one? But you don't know that, you know, until until you do, right? Mm-hmm. And it just it's such a shock to be like teleported into a black void in the middle yeah. of an attack with no like setup or anything. That felt like very unfair damage to me. Like yeah, the, until I figured it
1: out i was uh um, um, uncertain of what was happening for way too long
0: yeah i just don't i just don't know what it is like oh like that oh, uh, oh okay like, yep. I got mandatory hit. damage
1: Great. cool yeah
0: yep. you know and that that's not super cool but yep. it does this is you know this has multiple phases this is where i noticed that like the phase shortening mm-hmm. thing uh or like felt it and then write about it later yeah you know just like hell yeah so um afterwards uh the uh you encounter him in this void and he wants you to sign a contract. That is just like leave, like just leave with your stuff.
1: <laughs> contract, get out. <laughs> yeah. Subheading, just to get out. The following parts of the forest will be available. None of it. Get yeah. out.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Please take cute. your junk and leave. <laughs> yeah, just just wants you to leave, it's similar to like end of portal two or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you go through and you cheat. you write all over the contract to like make him be your best friend and yes. stuff, just to tease yeah. him.
1: You know that's not make how contracts right. work, right? Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. You could do that before when you took your soul. <laughs>
2: um,
0: the uh, but very cute. Yes, um, and then. I don't like the rest of the game, right. uh, like in, in, a, in a real sense. Like, I think this is not super good. Mm-hmm. It's weird, though. So like what they do. So Alpine uh, chapter four, Alpine Skyline only has one mission mm-hmm. or has an act and a finale. And it's free roam is what it says. Right. So I think they're trying to evoke like that. Hey, just go run around, mm-hmm. you know, a big, big level. But it, it's effectively just missions anyway, which those yeah. always are. <laughs> like, they always say, like, oh, just do whatever you want. But it's basically a mission. Like, this yeah. is a hub mountain that goes off to four different other mountains.
1: Yeah. And if it, it, it feels like if there was more to explore, that might be a different thing. However, like, you've got the central mountain, which doesn't really have that much going on. Like, there are some people who will point to particular points of interest to get around. The different places that you can go, the spokes off of this main place are just courses that you have to run.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it just, it's, it takes a while to get to these things. Like you do this thing where you, uh, you zip line.
1: It's an absurdly big level.
0: It's absurdly big. And you spend a lot of time on a zip line, which they kind of spice up by having you be able to like dodge into coins and stuff, but it's not particularly good. And then the theming of this is precision platforming. Yeah. Like of these kind of four things. And it felt like it came out of nowhere to me.
1: Yeah. It's like, a it's oh, another like, another big uh, another big difficulty spike after I think two consistent chapters of having like some really good and inspired variety uh, to mm-hmm. the different things that you do.
0: There's almost no variety here, and there's almost no character. Right. Um, there are little critters like crawling around that have Bjork accents, and they talk about how there are goats mm-hmm. uh, who are around. The goats don't talk, but we don't get a sense of this as a place. Like, what is this? You yeah. know, like Oogie Boogie Town, like, yes, you throw paintings into a fire to free foxes, like and that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But it's like, oh, I look at this and I'm like, oh, it's nightmare before Christmas. Yeah. I don't get what this is, and I don't get what the the culture is here that I'm like it's, interacting with.
1: It, it is it is supposed to be like Himalayan, um, like a like a Tibet kind of deal. Um mm-hmm. almost a little bit pulling from certain aspects of like the game journey a little bit. Um, but like the, the presence of like the prayer flags and stuff like that is kind of a big giveaway that it's supposed to be, you know, Himalayan.
0: I guess, but I mean, even if it's supposed to be Himalayan, right? Like, I guess, so the, uh, nobody, like there are houses, there's a goat village Mm -hmm. that we run into, but we never talk to the goats. Everyone else who's just standing around being like an audible sign though.
1: Yeah. Hey, look, there's a horn up there.
0: It's just like less lived in feeling, I guess, Yeah. than these other places, like a little less. And there's just less text to it. Mm-hmm. You know, like the movie, I think that the both the principal movie makers talk too much, but they talked. And I, I was like, OK, this is uh, in this world. There are two birds who make movies. They have different aesthetics and they're competing for Oscars. Yeah. Here, I never got any sense of that. Like, other, I got that vague thing you're talking about where it's like, oh, it's kind of Alpine-y because mm-hmm. it's named Alpine Skyline. Yeah. I get it's kind of like a Himalayan mountain thing. But other than that, like what else, you know, like what what, and what happens there, and who's there, and you know, it just it's the least developed, yeah, of all the the dealies, um, and my least favorite play, like some of the platforming you do in these things is fine, yeah, some of it is less than fine, but. Putting That stress is what made me realize, like, oh, why do I keep falling off things when I don't want to? Yeah, why am I overshooting um, oh, stuff? Um, why am I uh, overshooting things constantly?
1: Especially because this is, I think, the first place where they have you walking on tight ropes,
0: yeah, 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 and jumping from tight rope to tight rope. Which, like, to do that, you need to just have your character just like zip, zip onto it, like lock yeah. onto it, mm-hmm. and that's very finicky. Uh, in this, um, it also so there are four different hubs. And and just making my way between the hubs is very annoying. Like, at the end of it, when you got a time piece, great. But during the finale of this, at Mm -hmm. the end of it, when you get a plant walking back, I'm like, man, what is this? Like, I don't know. But so there are four different hubs. Uh, We let's let's chat about them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Um, so, uh, at the end of these, when we just talk about like the, the, the arc of this, you're going and collecting the, uh, the, the time pieces for some reason, when you pick up the time pieces, a flower grows and it spews out pollen that infects the big goat men. mm -hmm. And that sets up the the end of that. Okay, cool. Um, yeah. And if you use your top hat, it will kind of guide you through these in this order. Uh, the first of these is the birdhouse. Um and you need to navigate this big kind of airy, um that is full of exploding eggs, uh, and very frustratingly these little black Fonzie birds who will headbutt you suck. off of platforms. God,
0: that that is such a terrible. Uh, one of the things this made me think of, and it was I was gonna it was gonna be like a grand game designy thesis thing, mm-hmm. and I don't think I didn't spend enough time thinking about it. But this game did make me think that like. I really like it when games take a very considered approach to uh, what could your possible punishment be other than repetition?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Because ninety nine percent of the time, the price for a failure in a video game, we say that it's like death or what have you, but it really that what that amounts to is repetition.
1: Yep, yeah, it resets.
0: So this these guys pushing you off a platform to make you redo a series of like setup jumps mm-hmm. is not really different than killing you in one shot and making yeah. you just reload at that checkpoint. Um, and neither of which is like particularly good. Like this feels worse than Mm -hmm. if they just one shot you, but both, both options kind of suck. You know, I don't know exactly all the ways out of that. Like the. And game gamers and myself even sometimes resist that, right? Like when you try to make like interesting consequences for failure, you yeah. people will reload, like they don't want interesting consequences for failure, right. but the mm. uninteresting consequence for failure, which is the only consequence for failure in almost every video game that's ever been made is repeating something is repeating yourself. Yeah. You know, and here it's like, yes, you know, if you didn't succeed at the thing, maybe you want another shot to try it. Like mm-hmm. I can get that in a certain situation. With these jumps, like this birdhouse, is not like the platforming is particularly demanding or interesting. Mm-hmm. It's just tedious to redo it. Yeah. You know, there's nothing getting the Fonzie birds pushing you off doesn't like. I wasn't like, ah, oh, shit. I hope I did that better. I yeah. was like, where the fuck did that guy come from? <laughs> okay, fine. I guess I'll do these jumps again. Yeah. You know, it was it always felt bad. Yeah. To me,
1: um, something something that really was a bummer for me as well. Um, sometimes. It was consi- it was inconsistent whether dying or being pushed off of a platform would set me further back. Sometimes, yeah. when you are pushed off and you fall far enough back, it is treated as a as a death, and then you yeah. just kind of respawn at a checkpoint. Other times, you will just kind of land and be stranded way further back than if you had just died.
0: It's it's like you landed and then uh, like that pushed you past a checkpoint yeah. thing or something. Mm-hmm. yeah it's strange yeah. like it's and and it's weird it varies between zone to zone Yeah. like they um during the windmill level which we'll get to the checkpoint is a thousand times more generous and jump missing a jump just kills you even if you wouldn't ordinarily really die Yeah. and just puts you before making the jump again
1: yeah um, so it's
0: just yeah it's strange
1: yeah uh and something that i feel ought to be sad because it colored my experience this is where the game kind of technically started falling apart for me uh specifically mm-hmm. crashes to desktop uh hmm. there are there were at least two of these levels where i had to do the run-up to them from the main hub like to get you know to get basically to the uh the, the timepiece three times four times yeah, for that, one of them
0: rough stuff yeah <clears throat> yeah I, i'm very lucky i did not have that problem but That would have driven me nuts. Yeah. There's also like the lack of flavor here. The kind of lack of flavor and character in this level is a bummer because there are little hints of it. Yeah. Like this birdhouse, what you're doing is you're getting to this big fat bird that's sleeping. Mm-hmm. Uh, and bouncing off his belly to get to your time piece. Yeah. When you get outside of the birdhouse, one of the little like Swedish characters says, uh, oh, I wonder who lives here. You know, birds don't build birdhouses. Yeah. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> like, that, <laughs> built not this. to be too stoned, but, like, <laughs> not to be too Denny's, but that does sound like, whoa, that's kind of interesting. Like yeah. somebody built this. You know, somebody has put this <laughs> bird in a jail. Like birdhouses are jails. Um, you know, somebody put this bird in a jail. Who did uh the yeah. answer is nobody because there's not answers anymore because <laughs> this is just the gameplay chapter of the game, and when early in the beginning of the episode, I talked about maybe feeling like they run out ran out of money, the reuse in this level mm-hmm. that happens in the finale, and the lack of polish in this section made me feel like that a little bit, yeah, you know contrasting this with the last chapter is just amazing because I had so much variety and so much character and humor to it, and mm-hmm. that's all gone, yeah, you know.
1: Yeah, so just a, a, a stark contrast in the uh, uh, and and the richness of ideas. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, so after you get that, you move on to the lava cake, um, which is kind of a lava level, but there's not that much lava. Mm-hmm. Um, all of these really kind of other than uh the twilight bell are just platforming right challenges. To get to the lava level, you have to do a series of jumps on that air dash. Yeah, and I thought, oh, that's what this is going to be about, mm-hmm. but it's not. No. You know, so um, the third one is the windmill. This is probably my favorite of the three. Um, this has this is where they introduce that trick you're talking about that, like where you dip under something and then double jump back up, mm-hmm. um, which is always, that's always fun. Yeah. Um, and uh, so you're kind of inside a windmill. It's a little bit like a clock tower Castlevania style. Yeah. Lots of gears and, uh, and moving platforms and such. Yeah. And they're very generous with checkpointing. Like mm-hmm. if you fall, even if you'd survive, they just restart you with a ding to your health.
1: Yeah. I like this quite a bit. Um, This is massive actually. Um, It is a lengthy section. Does not feel that way though. Uh, Either because Mm -hmm. of variety or just because they're consistently asking you to do cool stuff.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, The Uh, the fourth of these is the twilight bell. Uh, This is the one that I had to do three ish times. I think possibly four. Yeah. The Uh path even to get to the bell to start the area is very, very long. um once you ring the bell you are taking into taken into this dark and starry world um and this is all about using the dweller mask and using the bells to manage which platforms and which floors are solid or not
0: yeah 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 um i found this pretty annoying like lots of those timing puzzles there's a thing uh there's a place where it's sending you to go, like if you use the objective mask mm-hmm. thing, uh, but you have to go do uh, ring a horn first. Mm-hmm. So I got to the end of it and there were no flags yep. to, uh, to, to zip line on. I had to backtrack mm-hmm. to go get the bell, which is not the biggest deal in the world. It's kind of like a timing, like you have to race down this uh, this disappearing platform.
1: Yeah. Um, and, the, and the secret is you have to like do a double jump and then activate your dweller mask um, to take over after the bell fades.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um. But yeah, this, I just I didn't didn't care for this very much. Lots of that kind of timing. I,
1: I would have liked it a lot more if I did not um if, if I if I did not have to do it many times. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, and then you get to the uh the finale of this. The illness has spread. Um, which I did this. Okay. Um, you go to there are three different plants that are in these areas that are reused. So you have to make your way to uh I think the birdhouse, the lava house, and uh the windmill zone um to go attack a plant that's nearby. Yeah. Um the thing. And getting there is fine. There are a couple of things that like lightning will strike a part of the mountain, so you have to take a different path. Um nothing too egregious. But when you get to the end, uh, there's a goat patrolling who will hurt you now because mm-hmm. they've been agnostic to you before. Right. Um, and then uh, the most annoying thing is there are like bullets raining from the sky mm-hmm. and gigantic uh, roots. Like uh, like the, the sky will glow for a second and the gigantic root will land on it. Um, and you just kind of have to run through this kind of like Saving Private Ryan-esque mad dash <laughs> okay. to get to the plant which you then whack three times the goat falls down but then you just have to make your way back all yeah. the way to the beginning of the hub uh, and then all the way back out to that spoke they so just they couldn't give tedious.
1: you a courtesy warp back to the hub
0: courtesy warp or open up one of those fucking flags yeah like we we've established that those flags just kind of show up you know like just make one of those flags grow out yeah you know it just yeah it was just it's it's tedious and and lots of level reuse and then this was the the beginning of like you know, when you know, I had my heights uh, in the bird level and the subcon level, I didn't like Alpine Skyline, but I got to the end where it reused all the stuff and then I tried to go to the finale and I couldn't because I had to get 25 timepieces. Yeah. So I went and did a bunch of virtual, you know, uh, VR missions mm-hmm. and I was like pretty cranky by the time I got to the actual finale, Yeah. Um, which <laughs> is called Time's End. Yes. So the
1: uh, minimum bar to get to the end of the game is to have 25 timepieces. Yeah. Um, I was pretty, I mean, like, so I, I got through without finishing, uh, chapter four. Um, uh, mm-hmm. so the world might be amended. So, uh, it was probably fine, but yeah, 25 mm-hmm. out of the 40 that the game tells you there are. Yeah. Um, and
0: having, and just to be clear, because people probably think it's, it's a little bit nuts to like complain about having a minimal minimum number of those things. Yeah. I just think that the minimum should be completing the levels. Yes. Like I completed all the levels. You know, I didn't go back to Mafia town I guess now that I realized yeah but the, I did the, thinking
1: about it the, that that's probably what uh what, what was the difference
0: well, it was more than that. I was down at the end of them. I had twenty one I think oh wow, at the end of that, so I needed four mm. um Mafia town would have given me two um the uh and then I ended up doing two v r missions mm. but just make it like just lower that number so you can just kind of go through the levels and you know trust that people who will dig this will do more, yeah. You know, but allow for people who not like you don't have to allow for the two people on Earth beating it to record a podcast about it. Like you know, I just, I <laughs> cater to very, me. Yeah, I don't think we're very much of a use case. But even <laughs> if I just played this without doing it for the show. Yeah. So like sometimes, you know, a game, I don't want to get all the extra stuff. I just want to see credits.
1: Yeah, you know? Yeah. It's a it's a bad feeling when it's like, all right, and go do more you know? Yeah.
0: Well, like, I don't if I just wanted to that, end it. That's you
1: know? that's that sunk wind waker for a lot of people, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And no. rightfully so. Right. No. Like I like wind waker. I think wind waker is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, Don't do that. Tell yeah. the games. Don't do that video games. Like yeah. let somebody be done when they want me done. Like that's a weird thing that like, as much as I'm, I'm warm on it and slightly cooler than most of my peers. But one of the things I love about breath of the wild is that they let you just, Hey, do the ending when you want to do the ending. Mm-hmm. Like it's up to you what the middle part will look like. Yeah. And I think that's a brilliant structure for a video game. Yes. Um, yeah. So So,
1: let's talk about time's end because there's a little, uh, uh, an exceedingly small segment where you get to play as mustache girl. Um, she Mm -hmm. gets into your ship and into the vault where the time pieces are stored, uh, you know, breaking them and then causing the planet to go nuts. Yes. Uh, to, to, um, to, to get down to the planet, um, you know where she's at, you have to uh, unlock the attic with those twenty five timepieces, and then use three particular hats: the ice, the dweller, and the brewer, um, in order to uh, get the telescope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and okay. go down there. Yeah, we didn't talk about the brewer hat. I forget what stage you got that in, but that just lets you throw grenades.
0: It's a projectile. Yeah. And you you use, again, it's a verb. It's not just a bonus. Like, it's used to break yeah. uh, things. So any kind of crate or, uh, weirdly enough, tombstone. hmm You want to break to get the succulent innards. Uh, you have <laughs> to use the potion. Yes. For. So um, I also didn't get the time stop. Yeah. Um, so we end up at this thing. So this is what. Mustache Girl's plan was, mm-hmm. uh, is to kind of be this arbiter. She she recreates Bowser's Castle. She lives in Bowser's Castle. And she is the arbiter of who is a good person, who's a bad person. Yes. So all of the miscellaneous uh, bachelors from all the levels that we've fought are all in line. Mm-hmm. You cut in line. You, you, there's a little cute, like, take a number thing. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you cut in line to get to the, the top of it where everyone's waiting to be judged. And you have to do this, like, very tough platforming. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is very Bowsery.
1: Yes. Uh, a lot of, uh, jumping over spinning wheels of fire and such. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, pretty final exam. It it mixes and matches a bunch of things. Um, Mm -hmm. it's fine. Yep. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, it's fine. It's, I don't think it's, it's like not necessarily harder than, than the stuff in the twilight Bell to me. Right. right. Like the, the curvature is a little bit weird, but, Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's again, it's fine. It
1: leans a little bit more heavily on temporary, um, Temporary blocks.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, it also does the thing. Uh, one of my least favorite things about Mario 64 is when Mario, uh, gets his butthole burned up <laughs> by, by lava. And then you do that thing that makes you land on the ground and run really fast. So you're yeah. just going to keep going in lava right. over and over and over. Mm-hmm. Uh, she does the jump up in the air, but then just lands like a person. Yeah. So I, I like that. Mm-hmm. Like a person might land if their asshole was dipped in lava. <laughs> You know, like they might just be funny. You know, fine. like that. Exactly like that. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly like that, that. Relatable. It's relatable content. <laughs> so,
1: yeah. Yeah. Um, um, but you get to the end, and Mustache Girl is sitting atop her pile of timepieces, you know, preferring her judgment, right? About mm-hmm. who who is or is not a bad guy. Um, and she tries to let you go, saying, like, hey, you're a little bit selfish, but you know you're a good guy we used to you, be friends yeah we, yeah we we used to be friends so you can you can go uh you can get a false ending by leaving it even like huh. raises a question like hey are you sure you want to leave if you say yeah you go back out um and then uh kind of does a little scene and then you end up back in here so
0: oh yeah i, I did not do that
1: yep gives you a little bit of a uh you know it, it lets you do that the way forward the way to beat the game is to you know run up and approach mustache girl in order to uh you know, start the boss fight.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Um, so she's uh, small and agile. She teleports tons. Yeah. She like warps around and throws projectiles. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's pretty rare when you can actually get a good hit mm-hmm. on her, but you have to get a certain number of hits to trigger kind of the real phase. Yes. Yeah.
1: Um, uh, where she warps you into this kind of like psychedelic dreamscape atop a fluorescent disc.
0: Yes. Yeah. Uh, and in this like final destination, uh, zone you're in, you're surrounded by all your friends who are watching and they all like have your back mm-hmm. and this felt really weirdly. Uh, so it's like, it's kind of meta. Yeah. Right. So they, they all yell and stuff and they all, they keep repeating this phrase, get lost yeah. to her. And I was like, is that referencing a cut content or something Yeah, that earlier, like did was that her catchphrase in the first draft? or something why do they keep saying
1: it yeah like the, they like they, they make a point to say this like they're rejecting her authoritarianism right yeah. they're you know they're saying like who are you to judge you know like you're making when her you need to get, get lost.
0: lost yeah like and then people are like <laughs> i can't wait for her to get lost yeah she needs to get lost yeah like, it is repeated a number of times that Like that weird creeping sense where you're like, this has to be something, right? Like, yeah, what is it? Like,
1: Like, I mean, so it seems like the message is, you know, like, are they trying to say she was a monster because she was a misfit and nobody liked her, but it's actually a good thing to exclude monsters? Like, I don't, I don't know what the moral of this is. Yeah.
0: It's very hard to see what's going on. The part that's kind of clever is they realize, like, oh, like if we die, we drop health pickups. Yeah. So it's a little bit meta. So let's hit each other and, 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 die yeah like let's die so we can constantly supply supply hat girl Mm -hmm. with uh these pawns to survive Mm -hmm. and that's a weird spite move too yeah (laughs) this character that i'm just surprised they have such strong feelings about like (laughs) was there a draft of this game where mustache girl was involved in the other worlds because Snatcher shouldn't even know who the hell she is
1: right well i mean like, like they talk about like at the beginning you know says ah i'm gonna i'm gonna go and try and get all of these time pieces before, before, you know, hack, hat kid can do this. Yeah. Um, like maybe it was supposed to be like a Pokemon Ash and Gary kind of thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But she didn't show up. Right. You know, like it, it she, she says she's going to go get the thing. And I was like, Oh, like maybe she will get, you know, we'll get our timepiece at the end and then it will show something that we accidentally fucked up and allowed her to get a timepiece by doing it. Right. Right. You know, what if like after, what if after the attic lady stage, mm-hmm. The, the Queen Vanessa stage or whatever, we get a little cut scene where Vanessa is like, you know, mourning, mm-hmm. you know, because we, we got her sanctum and hat girl like sneaks in and does something, right? you know, because we fucked it up. Yeah. You know, like she, we, we killed the toilet and now she's able to, get inside the toilet i don't know (laughs) right something like that though like something that would tie these two things together as opposed to having this character be a big deal in the beginning Mm -hmm. and a big deal at the end with emotional stakes and nothing in between right right
1: you know i don't know how i'm supposed to feel about mustache girl right yeah she's obviously doing bad things but the way it's coded like i'm so you know i just all media has told me that you're supposed to feel for the outcast Mm mm-hmm yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I don't know. And the fact that Mustache Girl is just not a presence in the entire middle of the game. No.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's just it's very strange to me. Like the the emotional beats this is trying to hit at the end.
1: Yeah, um, like mechanically, it's kind of neat because you know the, the the bosses of the areas they kind of throw in things that are themed. So like the mob boss uh, ends up summoning in a whole grand faloon of his of his dudes that you can use to you know kick at her. Um, and then a snatcher like ends up throwing in, uh, you know, cherry bombs for you to use to break shields. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, so you kind of, you kind of stomp her. Like she's not super hard. Mm -hmm. Um, you end up back in the throne room. Uh, and she's, you know, she's, uh, kind of prone, right? Mm -hmm. Like she's on the ground. You take your, your time pieces and she's gonna like, she's, you know, you, you can give her a time piece. She asked for one. Right. And, uh, you know, just to deal with the mafia and it says like you get a little option like, hey, you might not be able to make your way home. Yeah. Um, none of these questions are answered. Right. Like whether that happens. Mm-hmm. Right. Like we we stop. We stop a media's race as well. Yeah. Um, I gave her one because it felt like the right thing to do, even though I didn't have any particular affection for her.
1: Yeah. Same. I just
0: I was assuming it would not let me mm-hmm. deny her one.
1: Yeah. 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 Uh, but you do. You actually do that after you reset time. Like you send wind down from the ship uh, to. Yeah. To 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 her. Um and you know, with your time pieces you get ready to go home again um and as you're getting ready to go the engine stalls out well it's because all of your buddies are clinging to the side of the ship hat girl gets a squeegee and then like just i i guess just drops yeah. them off of the ship so they can burn up in atmosphere i
0: love it like it's my favorite it's one of my favorite moments in the game yeah well, like is, is them all being like you know please you know we're your friend and, her just being, and i think she this is one of the times where she says like a word mm-hmm. but then she goes Mm-mm, or like goodbye or something like, like a little squeaky <laughs> thing and then just squeezes them off like windshield wipers them off and then yeah. she cries a little bit but then she just leaves. Yeah. <laughs> uh and again that's part of why I love the the character. Yeah. You know. So,
1: yeah. And that's a hat in time. Uh we have not covered the DLCs uh just because, mm-hmm. you know, the, the 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 base game was the only part of the remit yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it would be if I was hungry for more I would have played more. Yeah. As is like I don't like I feel like I we probably I probably came off more negative on this than I was in the actual experience of playing it mm-hmm. because of the bad taste the mm-hmm. final segments. Yeah, yeah. But it's like it is cute, it is varied. I just came away feeling like that was okay.
2: Yeah, yeah. And
0: it's been As, a while since I played a game where I'm like oh, that's a seven. Yeah, like a
1: six, it's seven. It, we, we, we hopped on and I said this is the game for which I feel nothing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, Which the last the last time I remember you saying that was Deus Ex Two Invisible War. <laughs> like you're like I have nothing to, I feel nothing about this. <laughs> right. And like the uh, you know, there's probably an argument to be made that that is also like an immer- like to an immersive sim. Mm-hmm. What this is, where it just like doesn't do anything the best.
1: Right. Right. You know?
0: Like, um, yeah, I just I can't uh, you know, there are a lot of seven out of tens or sevens or six out of tens that I have strong feelings about. Mm-hmm. Like there are things that uh. You know, are probably pretty average, but I just really dislike, yeah, because they they hit my specific sensitivities, right? Like, yeah. um, you know, but then there are also things that are sixes or sevens out of tens that I love, yeah, uh, because they do the opposite, mm-hmm. like Dark Corner of the Earth, Dark Corners of the Earth, right? Probably a seven out of ten game if I'm being you know as charitable as I can be. Yep, uh, I love it. Yep, like it's you know I absolutely adore it. Like it's yeah. not you know even when that gets bad there's still enough things happening that i like it mm-hmm. um this is like a 7 out of 10 where i'm like yeah that's a 7 out of 10 like the serviceable sandwich uh, that i wouldn't order twice yeah
1: yeah, yeah. The, 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 this is every grilled chicken sandwich i got at a at a convention
0: <laughs> yeah, this is a girl grilled chicken sandwich from a convention yeah that sounds about you know, right to
1: me and you know again damnation by fame praise you know it's I, i'm happy that like i got to see what one of these games looks like in this in in, in this era and i am for sure happy that it wasn't fucking ukulele um yeah
0: yeah <laughs> but, well, but i i mean i might have rejected ukulele like that has enough of a bad reputation yeah there's also a part where i was reading about uh when i'm doing research on this ukulele came up a lot Mm -hmm. i guess in ukulele there's a level where progress is literally tied to a slot machine oh god like you have to play like a slot machine to get a certain doodad to continue and i was like yeah boy that seems like the kind of thing that anyone in the room would say no yeah
1: too um so you know like just i i I hate to damn it by faint praise but like you know the like the highs acts two and three are very very high you know specifically the 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 bird stuff with the conductor and things like that all the spooky, spooky forest kind of stuff you know when i say i can i can see the appeal you know i i just i i can intellectually put myself in the in the in the shoes of somebody or the hat of somebody who hasn't played who who loved these games back in the day there hasn't been a good new one for 15 years and then all of a sudden this very particular itch is being scratched the unfortunate part for the episode uh is that i was not that person who felt Mm -hmm. that absence i did not feel the need that this met
0: i I want this to exist for that person yes like very badly like the same way Mm -hmm. that we are living in a golden time for fans of crpgs and strategy games right now uh, which are my jam mm-hmm. and i'm very happy that like people are making good new ones mm-hmm. um i want this to exist and i'm glad we did it because uh for the reason you said and also just we haven't done mm-hmm. a traditional 3d platformer right um you no know, there's no there's no never i can see if we ever go back doing games at live shows like doing mario 64 no doing all stars or something like that but this month is definitely making me feel like yeah i got the 3d platformer i need you no. like i'll play the new mario games when they come out but boy like i just don't I feel like I don't really need this. Like yeah. I don't in my life. Like it's not quite good enough for me in in a weird way. Like it's just not fun enough for me to move in 3d space and other people get an immense amount of joy out of it. Yeah.
2: yeah. Like
0: just moving a little, an avatar around in 3d space like that just feels incredible to some people,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know, like, uh, and I, and I get that. Like, I understand that feeling. I just don't feel it.
1: Yeah. Um, I hope it, it it's not coming across as like, Super condescending that we're talking about these notional people like we're David Attenborough observing a, yeah, these a, a people. bonobos yeah. in the bush. You know, <laughs> no, like, no,
0: no. Like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm super glad that, like, yeah, I get it. Like, well, I, there are different things that are my sensitivity. Like, like, right? the, like,
1: the, like, there was a point, you know, like when we were t- when we were looking at, you know, the new structure for the show where you put out a call on Twitter. Uh, saying like, Mm -hmm. hey, like, like you know, what would make a good like, 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 what are like baller kind of A plus games that eventually what you were trying to find was like, what can we do? Premium episodes about, like, Mm -hmm. like what does the fan base consider to be like a tier? Mm -hmm. And hadn't time was mentioned many times when I compiled Mm -hmm. that list for us to kind of like look look over um Mm -hmm. yeah so you know at the very least i know that there is an audience being served but
0: yeah and then i'm you know and and i'm the outlier like i'm the david attenborough (laughs) petri jar person you know the uh and the same way like the 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 genres that i love that are archaic that are coming back Mm -hmm. are super not for everyone either yeah right like the you know, I can sit there and be just like, oh, my fucking God, like Divinity Original Sin 2 is amazing. Yeah. And I can say that until my I'm blue in the face. But I just know a large contingent of my peers and friends and fans are not going to play it. right? You know, it's just like, well, I just I don't want to do something that fiddly, mm-hmm. you know, like the same way that I can like when I was telling Will about that. I was like, yeah, like you can distract somebody by talking to them. And then while you're doing that, you can make your other party members like jockey like. Switch into tactically advantageous positions, and he's like, "Yeah, tactically advantageous positions makes me go to sleep." And I was like, "No, that's what video games are about. Like, missing from role playing games. Like, uh, and that same way that, like, to me, that is just reverse Kryptonite.
1: That is reverse cr- kind of, Kryptonite to me. Yeah,
0: you know, yeah, to me, that is that. This, this, I didn't even do it on purpose. At that point, it's fully integrated in my personality. <laughs> um, the uh, is the same way that this kind of like double jump, um, mantling 3D platforming." is just like, no, like this is what's missing from action games. Like this is this tone and this, you know, I can imagine someone being is exactly as passionate and they're not wrong. Mm-hmm. They're just passions for different things. And there's probably something tying those two genres together mm-hmm. that they inspire such passion, but are also such niches, Yeah, you know, and if you're just uh that are their Yesteryear games are being brought back and they're great for people who love them and miss them, but it's never going to be like something that is going to appeal to the widest possible curve of gen pop. Right. You know, so yeah yeah um yeah okay it's okay <laughs> yes. um i i've like i don't not trying to poison any well or anything like that i feel like i'm gonna feel very similar to psychonauts except just like the writing more and the play worse yeah like i've played it so far and it, it doesn't play well mm-hmm. like, right in the beginning there's no fun platforming in it none no. of the action's good mm-hmm. um but the the writing and stuff will be fun to talk about yeah.
1: like the like there's like fishopolis roughly halfway through it it'll be fun yeah.
0: mailman conspiracy yeah, yeah, there there's fun levels that you don't do anything fun in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's going to be next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you have things to say about A Hat in Time, you have anything to say about Psychonauts or Mirror's Edge, the 15th of this month. Mm-hmm. Uh, July is your deadline. Yes.
1: Um, our premium episode this month is going to be Mirror's Edge. Um, when I sit down to play that, I will be covered in Dramamine patches like Krusty was covered in nicotine patches.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Or Vom. <laughs> yeah. Hey, happy Vom. Um, may hey, happy vom. Uh, the uh, so I've never played that before. I might even maybe I I will be also puking. Yeah. So what if it just becomes like we can't play it because we puked, and then it just becomes a, a two hour episode, premium episode about the ER. <laughs> like this episode is a review of urgent care. Yeah. yeah.
1: I'm just <laughs> I'm worried that I'll never be okay again after it. Uh, like I'm worried yeah. that I will it will it will do something to my cerebrospinal fluid.
0: You think it's gonna like damage your inner ear?
1: Yeah, I think so
0: might don't yeah. don't take the game in in your ear play it on a disc or on a controller oh, shit, that your... was my mistake yeah yeah there's no note ear suppositories from Mirror's <laughs> edge uh, yeah the, uh...
1: uh thank you francis for uh requesting oh, yeah. this game and for uh having us do this month
0: absolutely yeah even though like i it sounds like i am going to have criticism i am going to have criticisms of this stuff but it doesn't mean that i'm not glad we did it mm-hmm. um next month after that yeah. you can also write in if you have uh ideas or thoughts. Yes. games um, we're
1: doing that. Yep. Yeah. The games for that are a way of the samurai, a uh, way of the samurai mm-hmm. one for PlayStation two. If you're curious, mm-hmm. um, final fantasy five, we're doing two parts on that. And the premium episode for that month is going to be, uh, Wolfenstein the new order.
0: Yeah. Um, it is worth a comment or a mention that, uh, we, we have the rest of the year pretty much planned out. No, if you're considering sponsoring an episode, I uh, definitely do not mean to discourage you uh just maybe get in touch yeah uh, or just realize that we are going to probably start booking into 2020 soon yes uh which is great we do have a couple of slots left this year for things uh, the rest of the year looks really exciting no yeah. um i think it's going to be awesome um and uh but just know that uh if you do decide to sponsor it, like it's not we're not going to be able to get do the thing in september mm-hmm. like September is spoken for, like, uh, months are getting spoken for at a, yes. an alarming rate. Yeah. So, uh, and I don't, like, we'll obviously honor our obligations. Like, if we do a thing in January, don't want to, you know, stop you from from getting, you know, staking that claim. Yeah. Just know that we're operating on that time scale now. Yep.
1: Understand that there will be uh, more of a wait than maybe you expect.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and, uh, yeah, if you want to do any of those things, the way to do that is to go to patreon.com slash duckfeedtv. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, kick us a couple of bucks for $5. You get the premium episodes of this show, including all the back episodes, mm-hmm. um, unfilmable, our Lovecraft screen adaptation show, bonfireside chat, extra object sufferings. You get tons of stuff mm-hmm. and, uh, even more as you go up.
1: Yeah. Um, we feel like there is plenty to like there. If
0: you like us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that's probably about it. I think so. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, Thank you for listening, and uh, until next time, what should people watch out for, Mm,
1: Cole? Watch out for anything more than the usual amount of emptiness.
0: Yes, Umbasa.
1: Umbasa.